0: can you be quiet please thank you
1: welcome to pirate radio live there's local politics bud i want to shake
0: his hand i want to shake his hand i want to shake his hand was that supposed to be
2: funny get these clowns out of here
3: why would they do that you have any freaking game
2: dude
1: it's cocky bunch man now live from the pirate radio studios in the heart of the pirate nation here is your host Clip Brock.
2: Welcome in to A Football Friday edition and big uh, big Friday vibes going on today. Big Friday energy in the studio. Clip Brock here on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 125930 online pr927fm.com and you can watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube and be a part of today's show. We have a packed house today the big dog shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt in studio b ellerby troy d myself and buddy the elf in studio a hi i don't know what the heck's going on here on a friday hopefully troy and ellerby uh, can explain what is going on? Good to see all you gentlemen, including the guy on the end here.
4: Thanks. It's, hi, Dad. That's my dad.
2: I'm not your dad. Yeah. Yes, you are. I'm get the straight right now. <laughs> I am not your dad. Yeah,
5: got a big announcement today. Troy has a third child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> Although you fit right in with the whack pack, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, holiday season clip, Brock. It, it is.
2: It is a December to already remember. You know right. what that means, clip. What does that mean? What does it mean? <gasps> What does it mean, buddy? It means the
4: treasure chest. The treasure chest is coming. The treasure chest.
2: That's what it means. People are talking about it. People are ready for it. And it will open up for the first time. On Monday. Monday. Monday.
5: We have some awesome prizes. Uh, We'll run them down in just a second. But the treasure chest has been a staple here at Pirate Radio now for the 20th year. And uh, we have prizes well over $100 or more. And uh, we're going to be giving them away starting on Monday through December. And uh, all you got to do is be a listener or viewer from three to six, Monday through Friday, and be over 21 years old. And you can have a chance. To win, buddy.
4: Yeah, it's over. Some of them are over a hundred dollars. Dad, stop, stop looking at me
6: like that. <laughs> Dad. Some say it's the biggest and best promotion we do all year, and it's, by some say I'd say many. Others, what do they say? Others wish they could be a part of the promotion.
2: Others are jealous that they that's, can't get in right. because of people They're like not. Patrick Brown and his wife that always win, They're and, yeah, and other winners. Uh, <laughs> but Ellerby, we're going to run down the list today, also. Uh, a lot of sports news to catch up with. East Carolina, we know a bowl game East Carolina will not be playing in, and that is the Fenway Bowl. Yes. Uh, so if you were worried about that one, I was. Don't worry about the uh, Fenway Bowl anymore. It'll be Kentucky and Cincinnati. Louisville. Louisville and Cincinnati. Louisville resides in the state of Kentucky. Yes. Uh, taking on Cincinnati. <laughs> the keg of nails. Um, Rivalry is it really? Yeah, they play for a keg of nails.
5: Fenway Bowl uh, would have been closer to the North Pole, though. That yeah.
4: doesn't sound very nice. You would have liked a keg body. of nails. It's cold. <laughs> keg of nails. It's cold in Boston. I don't. I don't want to go to Fenway.
2: We will not be going to Fenway. So uh, Troy, you said on Thursday you thought. We might be trending south yes. as far as where this bowl game is going to be played for East Tickle. Carolina. Yep. Good job, Dad. And uh, <laughs> starting to see some signs pointing to Tampa. Per yeah. T- T- the Gasparilla Bowl is uh, getting hotter and
5: hotter potentially for the Pirates. It's a good bowl, though. I mean, the, the team would get to go to Tampa. The yeah. game would be December 23rd, so they'd be home <gasps> by Christmas. So, Christmas Eve, Eve.
4: So that's May- Christmas Eve, Eve, Dad. Th- yes, it is. It w- what do you do on Christmas Eve, Eve? Christmas Eve, Eve, I get, I get ready. I get ready, and I try to win something in the treasure chest. I try to win. Would,
5: would you and Santa have, like, a big bowl party? Uh, we have
4: a big bowl party, yes. Mm-hmm. A bowl of spaghetti with maple syrup and candy canes and candy good. corn. It's good. Uh, this is the old... Uh, Beef
5: Brady's Bowl, correct? No, the bfo Brady's Bowl was in the uh, Rays Stadium. St. I know, but I'm
6: saying it's the same group, isn't it? They've just moved stadiums. I and have sponsors. no idea. This it the, was in Tampa.
5: The the Brady's Bowl was in St. Pete.
6: Oh, well, Tampa, St. Pete's the general same general area. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> I don't think it is. No, I it's but not. St. If
6: Petersburg is right by Tampa. I thought it is it across is.
2: the bridge. Yeah, but they've changed the name, the location. Right, it doesn't sound like it's the same bowl. Okay,
6: I, I thought it was the same group putting it on. They just kind of. Reinvented it. I don't want
4: to go to the Beef O'Barities
2: Bowl. It gives me gas. <laughs> Beef <laughs> gives me gas. That's the only one. East used one in yeah fifteen years. It's been a while. It has been uh, a minute, as they say.
5: But that I mean, uh, the the team would get. They wouldn't have to spend the holidays at Christmas. They would be home. Uh, I right. do, I don't know. They don't have a game time for the Gasparilla Bowl yet. It is still a
2: I think TBD. there's like two games that day, and neither one have a time yet. Yeah. So it's probably going to be like three thirty or seven. I'm thinking probably like a
5: five or nine o'clock. Probably a five, and then maybe a late. I don't. What's the other bowl games that day? Would there be like? Is there just two bowl games that day, the 23rd? They ESPN would probably start one at five and do one at like, like 8:30 or nine, just kind of stagger them. If I had to guess, Ooh, but uh, stay out of
2: that 8:30 or nine. Well, I mean, that's what's, what I'm
5: what's the date on that December 23rd. Yeah, so
2: there's only two bowls scheduled. It's a Friday. Uh, Gasparilla and Independence Bowl. So, Shreveport or Tampa. So, the time zone thing's not
5: really that big of a deal. So, uh, I don't know. I, so, they have Friday night. I mean, there's not like there's any other sports, go- unless they like to go into NBA and they do like a noon, like four uh, o'clock, right. and then go into NBA coverage on Friday night on ESPN. And that's assuming those games are on ESPN and not on like ESPN 2, ESPN U, or, or other things like that.
6: Now, I think it's great for the team because they charter. And they can, they'll be back the night of the 23rd. Correct. Because they'll come back right after the game. For fans, it could be a little bit tougher. It's not
5: really... it have to be fans that have very flexible Christmas Eve plans.
4: Yeah. Or a, a, a big guy with a red suit that flies in a sleigh.
5: Ooh, can you hook
4: some people I up? I can be, maybe do that. The
5: ultimate charter,
6: if yeah, you
4: will.
2: the <laughs> ultimate charter.
6: That's but right. It's, and it's tough flying Christmas Eve. Get delayed. Miss Christmas with your family,
2: LRB, I did look ahead. December twenty third, there is one game scheduled right now on ESPN. uh, NBA wise, it starts at ten o'clock. So, do you think that would affect the bowl program? AM or PM? That would be PM.
5: Maybe maybe they go three seven o'clock. Maybe ten o'clock NBA. Yeah. So I mean, it's all ESPN. It's like the Myrtle Beach Bowl starts at two or two thirty. That leads into Monday Night Football. They, they, you know, they'll go to Monday the night pre-game. countdown. They, yeah. They'll go to the Monday night countdown pregame, and then Monday night football that night. So, um, but it's just a matter of does the Gasparillo Bowl have a television assignment?
2: Buddy, you drink water. That's interesting. I figured mm-hmm. you'd drink something more exotic. Some
4: maple syrup in
2: it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I figured something was different about it. He, he put a lot of sugar. Ah. In it. ECU sugar will water. be without their starting center Avery Jones, announcing he will be entering the uh, portal. And uh, he did walk with the seniors, uh, giving us an indication that that was going to be his final home game against Houston. But he will, uh, I guess, not be participating in the bowl game for the Pirates. And you kind
5: of wonder, I mean, did the backup center play much this year? No. So that there's a uh, – Holt Naylor's has some critical bowl practices to get to know a new center
2: Yeah. over 14 days whenever they get the uh, bowl
5: assignment on Sunday.
2: All right. Um, all right. Anything else before you want to start talking about this – Treasure chest?
4: Treasure ah. chest. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. Buddy, what
2: do you know about the treasure chest?
4: It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You can win prizes at 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock, and I'm going to win all of
5: them. You're going to win? You
6: I'm think gonna you can win. win?
4: I think I'm going to win.
5: But your dad works
6: here. Can I
4: call right are
5: you, now? Are you oh. eligible? All right, we dad. should
6: say we're starting Monday. At 3 o'clock. At oh. 3. We're announcing it today. Yes. Just for full disclosure. But. But.
5: We, but <gasps> today but, on the oh. program. We've pulled together a lot of our leftover prizes we have before we start the treasure chest, and we have a mystery prize pack <gasps> with some products from Carolina Eagle, Bud Light. <gasps> we have some gift cards, some T-shirts. It's well over a $100 mystery prize pack. you got to be 21 or older to win today, and we're going to give that away coming up sometime during the program. So, it's like uh, the pregame to the treasure chest. Yes, it's a surprise. But you can win today, and then starting Monday— you can only win once in the treasure chest. So per today's family. the last day to, to, to get in and to for be a family win. this year, correct? Yeah, that's right. right. <gasps> Troy, <gasps> Troy D's running the
6: list.
1: <laughs>
5: husband and wife. Oh, 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 this not year. that that would
1: matter that's to you. Yeah, not that it would matter, buddy, because you're <laughs> single, <up>. right? <laughs>
5: that's messed
2: up. <laughs> but oh, one per hilarious.
6: household
4: is what we're doing this year, buddy. And no Shirley, because she's on the naughty list. Oh. Yeah. Now, now, buddy, you think Troy D's your dad, right? He is my dad. Hey, How dad? Did, how did you uh, find out that Troy D was your dad? I was looking at the naughty list. I saw his name on there. I know that he's from around here. I found him at Pirate Radio, home oh, of the treasure chest. It's amazing. And he's my dad. Troy D? Well, crazier things have probably happened. <laughs> Where were
5: you? <laughs> you remember was, how? You remember uh, the Marriott Marquis, Troy? D? <laughs> what
2: took place? At Maybe that it was not just Marquee. a boy in his room.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what happened Peach Bowl weekend? <laughs> that made it so special. Was your mom at the
4: Peach Bowl, buddy? <laughs> she was the Peach Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Peach. <laughs>
2: oh, <God. laughs> oh, we're getting deep. Adam says quest can the elf uh sing the i love you dad song detroit
4: i love you dad i'm singing in pirate radio studios you are amazing but you've gained a little weight so- Thank, Thank you. He's, this uh, is getting but, creepy. Uh, very. Now, now, buddy, are you a dessert guy? I, I, I'm very much a dessert guy. Oh, very interesting. Very much. Because
6: you know what? Troy, are you a dessert guy? I want to consider myself a dessert guy, but I do occasionally eat a dessert.
4: But not every day and not every
5: week. Do, do you know your dad is a dessert guy or a non-dessert I,
4: guy? Obviously, we know that he's a dessert guy. Look at him.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs>
6: Alright That's funny The elf looked in the mirror lately
2: Wow <laughs> With the pillow he's got Hiding in his Now shirt. let's not have a family fight During the holidays yeah. that's, that's not very nice Not nice at all Yeah you got bad jeans son <laughs> I'm not wearing jeans <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing
4: tights, I'm wearing tights. <laughs> those,
5: yes, are, those, those are nice Those are fancy yeah. tights Do you want
4: to read the list Of what's yeah,
6: eligible Do we have the uh, treasure chest Surely the, uh, the old Yes the sound effect, which makes it legit. Do we have any treasure chest music to go with it? Yes! Oh, this gets us in the mood, LRB. Oh, buddy, you wanna get up and dance during this? Oh,
4: let's oh, go!
5: Dance behind your dad? Alright, we'll go every other one. You start it. Yeah. All right, the first prize. Is a $150 <laughs> gift card from our friends at Ball Sticks Hug Furniture. Wow. Yes. All right. We also have pizza for a year
6: from Papa John's. That's 12 pizzas you get, one per month from Papa John's. Our buddy Steven
5: Igo is going to hook you up with a free year VIP subscription to hoist the colors. All right. We got a $100 gift card from Familia. We also have a $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. $100 gift card from Chico's Mexican Restaurant. Hey, want some wings? We got a $100 gift card from Wings Over Greenville. $100 gift card from Tiebreaker's Sports Bar. How about this, Troy D? Hey, buddy, how about this prize? What? $100 cash. Cash? Cash. And a T-shirt from Sparky Snowballs. Make it rain. Straight cash. Make it rain. All right, we have a Bud Light Fire Pit Cooler Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Wow.
4: How about,
5: buddy, you like games? I do like games. How about a natural light Can Jam set, a cooler, a tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing?
4: There are natural lights in, in the North Pole.
6: <laughs> are there any Carolina Panther fans listening? We have a Bud Light
5: Carolina Panthers Cornhole Board set from Carolina Eagle. Yes, how about a tailgate party for 10 and a gift basket from parker's Barbecue? We have a Pirate Fan gift basket valued at $100 from UBE, a $100 gift card to Coco's Sports Bar, the uh new sports bar in the Oak Cools location.
6: And we have a gift card package from Christie's Euro Pub, the dap House, the Sidebar, and Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. You'll get a
5: $25 gift card from each of those places. $100 total value. Yes, that's awesome. A $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. And look what we have here an additional prize pack. Chandler, come on the oh. mic. Chandler, Chandler's got balls. He's got, he's like
4: big Christmas balls in boxes. Our buddy
5: Brandon Manning has just stopped by and Chandler's got the details. Brandon Manning has added an additional prize. Chandler, what do we got?
7: No need to fear. Brandon Manning of Farm Bureau is here. He's got two boxes of golf balls, Titleist number one uh, golf ball Pro V ones, and a $50 gift card to go play some golf at Aiden uh, Country Club. Wow. <gasps> Brandon, thank you for bringing in
5: they your They left balls. a
2: lasting impact on ECU baseball, and now we'll leave a lasting impact on your Christmas. Wow.
5: So all that is available in the Pirate Radio treasure chest. Once again, all you got to do is start listening Monday at 3 o'clock, each weekday, Monday 3 to 6. Got to be 21 or older, and uh, you can win once per family. And uh, we'll give away all these prizes, and you can be a winner on the stations for winners. So it's a last-minute ad.
6: We have 24 Pro V1s, right? And then you can lose them at Aiden Golf & Country. That's
2: right. For free. All right, there we go. Um... I didn't know what Can Jam was. What can was that? Jam, Natural is that Light like, Can Jam it's like, set. It's yeah. that Frisbee game? I just Googled it's, it up. Yeah, it
5: looks pretty cool. Yeah, I see people play it on the beach sometimes. Well, don't give it away until later in the week and you have some time to play it
2: here at the studio. Can we uh, test that out? Yes, absolutely. Well, maybe uh, maybe you and Buddy can do a
5: little game. Isn't
6: it packaged up pretty nice?
2: Wait, so Ellerby said we could and Troy said we could. I, well, wow, I'm what that a that role reversal. It's going to
6: be used when we give it be away. naughty, Dad. I was just trying to keep it be brand be new naughty. for just our just listeners. gently
2: used. I'll just do it while you're not here. Yeah. Put it back. We'll do it in Troy's office. (laughs) Awesome, awesome list of prizes.
4: Yes, what do you think, buddy? I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. And thank you for bringing in your balls. Where'd he go? He disappeared. Man, he's gone. (gasps) He's magic.
2: He's magic. Tyler says, is Buddy opening the treasure chest every day in December? I'm here for that. <laughs>
4: Buddy, Buddy, would you come back and uh, I, play I, reindeer I, games? I would open a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But then, wait, I can't win if I'm here opening the chest, right? That's kind of the point. Let me win first, and then <laughs> I'll open it. I think we should have Buddy just hang
6: out with us every Friday during the holiday season. Dad, I want to hang out with you all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it really does lift I think your spirit. One day in a week
5: is enough. Did Bryce and Tyler talk about you this good? I mean, there's no I, I way know. you get yeah. that attention from them. Who knew
4: they had an older brother? I know. How do you know he's older? Who are those? Who are those people?
0: <laughs>
4: do you know your twin brothers, Bryce and Tyler? No. Do you have something to tell me? Wait, are you a triplet? You- Ooh, never thought of it like that. You cheated on my peach bowl mom? <laughs> no, he'd definitely be step brother.
2: <laughs> oh man. All right. What a, uh, what a list. We will begin on Monday, but yes. as Ellerbee said, huge. Uh, look, I love leftovers. Heat yes. them up. They're just as good as the uh, the real meal, and uh, we got a great leftover prize pack today.
5: Mystery prize pack to give away between now and 6 o'clock. All you got to do is stay tuned. Be 21 or older. You'll win some uh, fabulous beverages from our friends at Carolina Eagle. We have uh, gift cards, well over hundred dollars. We got some Pirate Radio swag to give you. So, uh, Stations for Winners going to get it kicked off mystery style today, and then the treasure chest will kick off officially on Monday. It'll be exciting. We'll be we'll know the bowl games uh, yeah. on Monday, so we'll have a lot to talk about. The planning, the players lounge on Monday, so uh, lots of fun. Buddy the elf and they, probably not going to be here on
4: Monday. But they can meet my dad if they come in here. Right. He's here. He's here with the treasure chest. He's not here. <laughs> He's chest. not here. What? Yes you are. He's not here. Y- you are here.
5: What are you going to do with your uh, dad for Christmas this year?
4: I'm going to put him in a box and wrap him up like a present and then I'm going to open him up in the morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh.
4: You and your dad going out to eat tonight? We're going out to eat.
2: That's
4: right. Well, if you're buying, where are we going? (laughs) We're going to go to my house, have spaghetti with maple syrup on it. Where do you reside? The North Pole.
2: Yeah. How do you get
4: there? I fly. Wow. Yeah, I fly. Have you ever sat on a shelf? I've sat on a couple of shelves. That's right. In a little white building with padded walls. I don't know what that was about. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh,
6: Speaking of which... They're doing Greenville gifts tonight, I believe. Speaking group. of padded walls. No, I was oh, just okay. saying. <laughs> Speaking of insane
5: House, yeah. uh, what? No, I was just saying, it would be a, you know, it it's a be holiday festive atmosphere down yes, here. Yes, it's very Clip, exciting. Clip, have you ever seen Troy more uncomfortable than this? I thought of dad. I mean, this is great. This is absolutely great. <laughs> and we
2: got him sitting right beside each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to
5: find out what Troy's doing this weekend and I'm going to text you. I mean, you
4: go running in the <laughs> tap house with maybe Troy's maybe eating should, dinner. Maybe we should go to the basketball game tonight. That's yeah, right. You're going? the basketball game, Troy I I don't know. What are you doing, buddy? I don't know. I've got to talk to uh, Mrs. Buddy and <laughs> <laughs> see what she says. More you about have a Mrs.
5: sister? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: Who's
4: Mrs. Buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Buddy. <laughs>
6: Troy, are you going? I don't know. It's still up in the air. <laughs> it's against Campbell. Delaware, yeah. are you going? Campbell.
2: Yes, sir. You're going? Okay. You are going? That was pretty easy. Yes, sir. Pretty Mind easy. Yes, sir. I'll be there. Chandler will be there.
6: Yeah, I need to get my tickets
5: just in case. Buddy, can you hook him up? I'll see what I could do. You and Dad? <laughs> Is
4: Shirley Popcorn, going? basketball. Shirley gonna go to the basketball game? What do you think of Shirley in there? You and Shirley hit it not. off today? She she was very abusive to me. Was <laughs> she grumpy? She was she's a she's a bad elf. She's <laughs> a naughty elf. What, she needs a hug. Samuel, That's what she needs. Can you give Shirley a hug? I tried to give her a hug and then she threw me out of the building. <laughs>
2: so, do you think it had something to do with you being outside of the bathroom door when she was in there?
4: Possibly. <laughs> yeah.
2: But she was going number two. I think.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I have audio of that. Clip, uh, right?
2: that, was, uh, that was the best part of you being well, here. Well, we day, were looking for say. Shirley.
5: We found that Shirley. We're mattered. like, where's Shirley? And we hear her voice from the, the bathroom.
4: I'm huge.
2: in the
5: bathroom.
2: <laughs> and that, then the Buddy was knocking on the door. Yeah. She
4: said, don't open that door.
2: By the like Buddy's been here for like two hours now. <gasps> yeah. So, <gasps> oh, Yeah. okay. It's, well, it's my dad's house, so. It's been a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever kind of crash down? Like you're, you're up, up, up. No. It's no. Like 24-7. 24-7. Wow. Yeah.
4: Impressive. Me compared to my dad, he's kind of a downer, but I'm way <laughs> <laughs> I make up for it. Yep. Is your dad an angry elf? He's an angry elf, yes. He's not angry. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Anything Good stuff. No, I'm excited for the treasure chest. Why do you but... watch sports? <laughs> treasure chest. What? You watch sports? Sometimes. I'm watching the USA play against Netherlands tomorrow. Yeah, at 10 a.m. Yep, yeah, I'm excited. I'm
2: excited. Go Soccer USA. guy. What sports are played up there by the elves at the North Pole? What do you guys do? Curling. Ah, uh, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. A lot of curling. What's your favorite reindeer game? Uh,
4: It, it would be, uh, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> <No> idea
5: <laughs>
2: Stumped him Nothing Stomped you can me. say on the radio Way to go, Ellery No, no <laughs>
4: Who's All your right. favorite reindeer? Uh, Rudolph For sure Without a doubt His nose I feel like he's overrated. overrated No, he's got a very bright nose Yeah mm-hmm.
5: After Rudolph Who's who's probably the best
4: reindeer? Dancer Yeah Because he's the dancing machine Is that who taught you? Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah And my dad Wait <laughs> Yeah This guy? Oh yeah, he can dance well, that's true. How, uh, Don't put on uh, Abba, Dancing Queen.
6: Watch <laughs> out. How do you rank this Christmas season with Pat versus past Christmas seasons? Like, are the toys bigger, better this year? Or is I it would it say the treasure what, chest, especially, is huge compared to uh, previous years. Well, I was talking about, like, just in general, like, uh, what's going on at the North Pole.
4: Oh, I think it's—we're very busy. We're very busy right now. V- extremely busy right now. But uh, I'm most excited about the treasure chest here at Pi Radio
2: 1250. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's good. <laughs> they stick way to, to the script. on <laughs> yeah, right on message. Um, it's better than our people. Buddy, you have a big imagination. Redbeard says, uh, do you think your dad has a big imagination? Troy likes to imagine a lot and believe, like, fantasy— is that where you got it from?
4: Uh, uh, I, I'm not so sure. He's got, he's got a you know maybe a big belly, but the imagination is uh, I don't know I don't know. He's he They're just beating Michigan yesterday and
6: having college game day host here yesterday,
2: Show,
4: yeah, there's
6: a lot of imagining. Yes. I, did. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I did. Who do. who do yeah. you imagine is going to win the uh, bowl game with the uh, the Pirates? Well, it depends who we play. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just you just straight out aren't going to say ECU.
6: Well, I'd like to see who we match Let's up against. Go.
4: Let's go, pirates!
6: I don't just blindly pick ECU. I try
2: Mm. and be realistic about it. I do because you know me, Cliff.
6: If anything, I'm a realist. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
2: You're Without real, real something. you can only pick one person to go on vacation with, Santa or your dad, who you got? Santa,
4: Santa, <laughs> obviously.
2: What is your relationship to Santa? See, like a boss. He's my or? boss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my boss. Did you apply for this job, or you born into it? How does it all work?
4: Well, I was, I was uh, found in the factory, and then um, I was slightly larger than everybody else, which was amazing. Whenever uh, I've never seen a toilet that big. Whenever surely, finally, let me see. The uh, toilet. <laughs> she didn't flush. It was very traumatic, but it was amazing. Buddy, how old are you? I'm 167 years old.
2: Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. How old's your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a vampire, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's not true. He looks himself in the mirror all the time. All right. oh, mm. <laughs>
4: Obviously not today.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes are flying. Wow, zingers! All right, um, that it? Yeah, I mean, if you've got I other business to take care of, what, what else you do you have going on, Cliff? Um, we'll have a guest. What do you want to talk? No, Let's I'm just talk. curious. What, what do you, do you got? You, well, what what, you, who's that coming up? I got uh, Brian North coming up. Nice. He coming. Uh, Three thirty. Uh, He's from WCTL. Okay. (laughs) Rock North Pole. Tony Dunn at 4 o'clock. Morgan Ayler's at 5. Mark Greenhills. We got Mike Schwartz audio to get to. All right. Sounds good. Treasure chest. But it's Friday. I'm down with whatever. Treasure chest. If you guys want to kick it and just talk about nonsense, I'm down. Treasure chest. Treasure chest Monday. 12.50. 92.7 92.7 now. 92.7. Yeah. He hadn't been around in a while. Yeah. Maybe if you would incorporate him into your life more, he would know. He oh, was yeah. just 147 when we started. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Take man. it easy on him. Those Stay were the home. days. Buddy, great to have you here, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Stop by anytime. Today. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you do in the off season?
4: I check on My dad. I check on him. What do you do during the summer? Um, I work in the North Pole making uh, uh, L- uh, umbrellas for the beach hmm. and uh, <laughs> uh, beer coolers. Oh, huh. yeah. interesting. Yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah, what, yeah. Are
6: those, uh, what are those ones that are real popular nowadays? They're um, shib- Shibumi's. Shibumi shades. Yeah. you
4: making those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. They're from North Carolina. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also uh, help uh, the Pirates train their football program. Uh, especially I'm working hard on the uh, kicker this year (laughs) and uh, we're now going to have to train what a new quarterback right yeah we got to get a new quarterback so I'm going to train them on that maybe a little bit of Christmas magic in his arm something
2: like that awesome (laughs) good stuff buddy the elf one of a kind buddy thanks so much thank you thanks for hanging out all day buddy
4: yeah dad no problem not your dad you are, yes you are
2: <laughs> <laughs> LRB, Troy we'll uh, we'll talk to you Troy on Monday yes three o'clock we'll talk bowl we'll opponent we'll kick off destination the that'll be exciting treasure chest LRB, we'll see you Tuesday yeah look forward Big Willie
5: Smith will be here so we'll talk football with him and uh, it's gonna be a fun week on the program getting ready for bowl season and uh, will it be a victory Monday after the Pirates play the Campbell camels on Friday night we'll talk
2: about that. And Josh is talking about somebody named Patrick. Don't know who that is. No, that's weird. Yep. Yeah, very odd. Uh thank you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you guys. We'll take a timeout, come back. A lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Back with you after this.
1: Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in your very own backyard. You can take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock.
2: Back with you, Pirate Radio, live on a football Friday. Got an awesome giveaway prize pack coming up in hour number three of today's show. Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man here. Buddy the Elf out. Uh, What a wild first segment that was. Buddy the Elf fired up for the Pirate Radio treasure chest returning. Got a great list of prizes. We'll run those down one more time before we get out of here today and begin giving those great prizes away on Monday. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric live line, get you ready for your sports weekend with Brian North as he joins us today on the program. Hello, Brian. Brian, Brian. All right, bring back buddy. The Santa. Wait, that's Chandler doing his buddy impression. Hey, Chandler.
7: What's up, Clipper? How you doing? You ready for some ECU basketball tonight?
2: Seven to uh, I'm ready. Are they ready? That's a good question because they were not ready on Tuesday. You know what I mean. <laughs> Got to be ready for Campbell tonight. I remember on Wednesday, Patrick Mason was here and he uh, did picks for Igo, and I set the ECU Campbell basketball line at three. Uh, and Patrick picked the Pirates minus three. I was one point off. Saw earlier today, ECU favored by four tonight. Wow! Over the Camels. Mm. Uh, now we have Brian North on the Pit Electric live line. Hello, Brian. Hello,
9: Clipper. Sorry about that.
2: Talk to your old uh, cohort, uh, Chris Haymeyer, earlier this week, voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, who'll be in town tonight calling the action. East Carolina trying to uh, bounce back after a loss uh, to a winless team uh, the other night in Menjee's Bron. South Carolina State knocking off the Pirates' first home loss for Mike Schwartz. Yeah. Uh, just when a positive
9: clip was coming out, that happened. I saw that. That's kind of put up. A- a big old oof in the uh, ECU Pirate fan base that's always delicate when it comes to basketball.
2: Sure. Can't get too high. Uh, but don't get too low either. They'll come back, and uh, they're going to lose a lot of games this year. Uh, they're going to upset some folks, and uh, I'll be there watching it all. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do tonight to uh, to kind of bounce back from that loss. Uh, and Campbell is a team that they've beaten App State. They were right there with NC State earlier this year. Uh, so they uh, they are a couple of, as uh, Heymeyer put it, a couple of free throws and possessions going their way from basically being a one-loss team at this point. So uh, they're going to come in and fight tonight. Should be a good one. Uh, Brian, I guess uh, will your, your focus be on high school football on this Friday?
9: Yeah, we're still concentrating on the, the high school football with the Eastern Regional Finals. And uh, we've got big games. we at home against Millbrook. East, Brooklyn, and West, Wallace Rose Hill is just always a phenomenal matchup. And then, uh, of course, you have uh, Tarboro going as well.
2: So high school football going on tonight, college hoops, and the Pac-12 championship. Lincoln Riley and his USC Trojans trying to – win one more, and get into the college football playoff. They are three-point favorites tonight against the Utes of Utah. That is the one team that knocked off USC this year. So you got Lincoln Riley tonight. You got his brother Garrett Riley, offensive coordinator at TCU, trying to punch their ticket tomorrow when they take on K-State, Brian. A a big weekend for the Riley family.
9: Yeah, huge. And and this is what I love about when you're going to do college playoffs, this is what I've been saying. The conference championships – should be de facto playoff games, and that's how they are for everybody but Georgia this week and maybe Michigan to a degree. But if you want to expand the playoffs, which they're going to do, but it should start with the conference championships. If you cannot win your conference championship, you should not be in the college football playoffs. So I like there's so much on the line this weekend for a lot of these college championship games and and yeah, all right, Lincoln Riley, this is where they paid you all that money to uh, to move to LA and spend a lot of it on housing, and now let's see, can he get them back to where they want to be? I don't know if they can win a national championship this year, but certainly his reputation for developing quarterbacks. will probably have another winner again this year. Now we'll see if uh, they can get back in the playoff.
2: Riddle me this, Brian North. If you don't win your championship, you shouldn't be in the playoff. If TCU loses, if they're out, then you're putting in a team that didn't even make their conference championship. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I stumped him there. Actually, he just got disconnected. Is Brian walking in the middle of the woods?
8: Of all the people that we talked to, <laughs> Brian him. has the worst, the worst. cell <laughs> coverage of anyone I know.
2: Chandler, are you saying he is him? He is not him. <laughs> he is not him? He is not him.
8: Every it seems like every time. He we even call told me
2: when we, yeah. when I called him during the break. He yeah. said uh I'm walking out of the building. If we drop out, I'll call you back. Like, he already knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. But it
8: doesn't matter. We could call him at his house. Yeah. And we'd still lose the signal. There was he could one be time, outside in the yard. He could be in
2: the studio.
8: And we and still lose couldn't the signal.
7: There was one time, actually, it might have been a span there, where it sounded like every time we called him, it sounded like he was underwater.
2: Yeah. Oh and,
7: yeah. And it just—it was like that. It's that. did have a flip phone? I was about to say, didn't he have a flip
8: flip phone? He had
2: Flippy forever. He, yeah, he, Flippy. He probably wishes he could go back and, uh, and get out of the smart game. So he's not with us.
8: Uh, let me God try him. I was waiting for him to call That's me back. Right. But let me try. Well, I'll, uh,
2: Chandler, I'll ask you. I'll, people tuned in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. I'll ask you: Is it fair if TCU loses to knock them out of the playoff? You're basically penalizing them for playing in a championship game and rewarding an Ohio State, Alabama, whoever that did not play in a championship game. Is that fair? That's totally not fair. I agree. That is totally not fair. So in that case, TCU is is in with a loss. But do you think that would happen? Mm, I don't. I, nah. Ohio State gets them.
7: Oh, no doubt. Uh, Definitely Ohio State jumps the Horn Frogs. I think
2: on uh, Barstool uh, Pick Central, I think it was Brandon Walker that said, if USC and TCU lose, it's the Big Ten SEC Invitational. It's Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, I guess Bama at that point. Brian, we bring you back. I had a uh, question for you as you dropped. Uh, Welcome back, sir. Uh, Sorry. If TCU loses their conference championship, you say you want conference champions in. Yeah. If they lose their championship, you're replacing them with a team that didn't even make their conference championship. So how fair is that?
9: No, that's what I don't like. I mean, you're out. Sorry. You're back of the line. You can't win your conference. I like well, then, the championship.
2: But we don't have enough teams at that point. <laughs> so <laughs> here's, the, now, here's my question, though. TCU, who makes their championship and loses, or... Ohio State, who did not even make their conference championship. And that if you put Ohio State in, you're almost penalizing TCU for making the championship. You know what I'm saying?
9: Correct. Correct. Right. No, I, look, I agree. That's why I would say back to the line. All right, Who's the next conference that's rated in your RPI that should be in the playoff after that? That's just how I think. I know the college football playoff is all about getting the best teams in there, regardless of who they lost to, when they lost, blah, blah, blah. That's why we have Alabama and, and Clemson in every year. But I've always been. Uh, believer that the playoffs start with your conference championship so what's the next rpi-based conference that would be in line for the playoff is is how i would look at
2: it. okay so, all right uh so okay. brian's got two lane in yeah all right <laughs> they've, had a, they've had a great season right? on that note brian do you like the format of the 12 teams where they to earn a buy you have to win your conference championship and also they're allowing the highest-ranked conference champion outside of the quote-unquote Power Five to get in. So it sounds like they're going more towards your style, or they're rewarding winning your conference.
9: Uh, to a degree, yes. I believe they're doing it more to be inclusive to the bigger teams who don't. Sure. And I, we're under the guise of, okay, yeah, we're letting more people participate now, but it's really to get the, the big-money schools in. But whatever, it's more inclusive, and I like that. Uh, look, 1AA, Division Two, II, Division 3 has been doing this format for decades. And so they've never had any problem. They've, they've had great championships. I, don't, I understand the reluctance for the, the 1A, uh, whatever they are, FCS, to do this because it's all been about bowl money and, you know, follow the money on all these deals. It's never been about the fans or what they want. It's always about TV dollars and all those things. Same deal with this current player off format. Same deal with the, the 12-team format. But it is more inclusive. You can make less mistakes. Of the 12 teams that you're going to have in, how many outside of those 12 teams could actually make a legitimate claim to win a national championship? So, obviously, a lot more inclusive and a lot better. Still not perfect, but I'll take that over this current four team and definitely will take it over the old bowl coalition and definitely take it over the old AP style before that where they never, the top two teams never even met.
2: Yeah, uh, there are kids, uh, people of a certain age tuned in right now that – probably don't even know that there was no championship game uh back in the what early 90s brian you just have bowl games and then after the bowl games were played they would basically slot teams and it it was never determined on the field so uh boy it has taken a long time to get to where we are now it's kind of crazy though brian now we've gone from four to 12 you've got free agency in college football uh players are being paid and i think we talked about this at the time it was like college football, college athletics stayed the same for 40 years and then had two decades worth of changes like overnight. Yeah.
9: And we liked some of the things that we could always count on with college athletics, right? The, the athletes would stay at the same place for four years. We'd get to know them. There was traditions. Although there never really was. It's always been changing. But I, the, the thought of of college becoming pro just was distasteful to a lot of people. But... When you look at the actual proper thing to do as human beings is you should not infringe on anyone's right to make a living, no matter if they're in college or high school or any other place, as long as it's a legal way of making a living and you pay your taxes and you do all the things you're supposed to do. And students are allowed to transfer, and so a college athletes should be too. They should not be indentured servants, especially when college coaches can pick up at the drop of a hat and go anywhere they want to for millions upon millions of dollars. So it's only the fair way to do it. it is just taking a while to, to pallet it to make sure that it's you know, it, it just doesn't look like it used to, which was easy to digest. Now it's a lot more complicated diet. It's still good entertainment. You just sometimes have to work a little bit harder to keep up with who is actually on your team.
2: Yeah, and and man, I've got those thoughts today. Avery Jones, uh East Carolina yeah. Center entering the portal and just seeing you know comments of, of screw him f that kid all that I'm like I guess I've just I, I'm to the point where I'm taking it for what it is now and and it is entertainment it is not building a program anymore it's building a team for basically one year and what you got after that year uh you're, you're going to have to probably build it all over again hell we've seen it with east u basketball for years even before the transfer portal uh seemingly but that's what it is now. And and Avery Jones uh, did not come to East Carolina as a freshman. He came here as a transfer from North Carolina. Right. So uh, for the people that applaud it and uh, are so happy when he comes in and he, quote-unquote, quit on his old school, well, you know, why right. why the saltiness when he, quote-unquote, quits on this school? I, don't be hypocritical about it is my right. only thing.
9: The appreciation of him starting at center, which was not his pro- – for position when he came in, but starting at center for three years and doing a pretty good job. I don't. I haven't talked to Avery. I don't know why he is transferring out. Um, he again, he's been a starter. He's been a stalwart on that offensive line, along with the other uh, Havelock player, Nashad Strother. And so, all right, you want to go somewhere else? That's fine. I, I have zero problem with it because I don't know all the circumstances that go with it. Maybe he uh, wants to go pursue a, a graduate degree somewhere, and and he does. I don't know all the reasons, but the guy. Busted his tail for three years for your program, starting on the offensive line. So, okay, go ahead. Now, look, I had this epiphany the other day when we talk of, we lament that players staying all four years, getting to know them, there's only a very uh, small percentage of fans who know who the third string quarterback is and the backup offensive lineman and know all the players. You usually know one or two stars on the team and you gravitate towards them, and everybody else are kind of interchangeable parts. So, why not allow these kids to go different places? Because their legacy It's probably not going to be that much anyways. You have 85 scholarship players. About five to ten of those are going to be guys that you remember if you are not a hardcore fan or media member who covers the team on a daily basis. So stick to those few people who um, create those great entertainment memories for you and let everybody else go and be happy and see if they can find that happiness. We know now you enter the transfer portal, about half the people that go in don't end up going anywhere. The numbers just don't work out. So there's a danger for kids doing that. But allow them to make their own choices. We shouldn't be sitting there making choices for other people when it comes to their livelihood.
2: Exactly, they're looking out for their best interest, just like you know we are looking out for ours. Everybody's kind of looking out for number one. That's the way it is now with the coaches, the players. I mean, you got Luke Fickle who is already donning the uh, the Wisconsin W uh, right now as his team is preparing for a bowl game. I mean, that's this is this is what it is. Take it for what it is. It is not what it used to be. So uh, you got to. Got to keep up or, uh, or get left behind, I guess. And uh,
9: loyalty, loyalty is an overused word in, in what we do. I mean, you, if loyalty go both ways. I always tell people who are so invested in their professional team, your, your professional team that you bought all that gear from and the Sunday ticket and go to the game. They have no idea who you are. This is a one-way relationship. Yep. So for you to get so invested and depressed over your team's performance, they don't know who you are. They don't care who you are. At least college, you have a little more interaction. High school, you have even more than that. So. Just understand where the relationship is when it's a one-way street or a two-way street, and and how much they're giving back to you. And if you're basing your emotional happiness on something that you can't control, like a professional or college team, well, you know maybe we got to reevaluate our lives a little bit.
2: Great point. I've I've had that thought many a times, Brian, and and I I know that that is a fact, and I still don't care. I'm still like super invested in it. But I remember. I mean, I, I had that thought early on, fifteen twenty years ago. Like these guys like you said they don't care about me like yeah. i love i love daryl green he doesn't know who i am All right. i love clinton portis he if he's passed me on the street wouldn't even look at me but i don't care i love him anyway i love him unconditionally brian <laughs> and i love my team okay.
9: And that's okay as long as you know that, they, that you, you at least have the right perspective. They've given you entertainment and happiness. And I don't want people to be discouraged from having that. Yeah. But un- understand that they're not going to help you when you're all depressed. and. and, and
2: you know, <laughs> no, you're right. And and also, too, care. that's why I don't really talk about contracts and money and all this stuff. Because the amount of joy and entertainment athletics has given me over my life and an opportunity to make a living uh, talking about them. Like I feel like I'm kind of indebted, like, you know, to because I don't know what I'd be doing if it wasn't for sports. I don't know what joy I would have had the last forty years if it wasn't for sports. I would be doing whatever non-sports people do, and I can't understand those people. I have to, so, um, yeah, they, I know what it is. It's entertainment. It's uh, it's what I've chosen to sometimes uh, base my happiness and depression on, like you said. But at the end of the day, I, I know what it is. Yeah. It brings me joy. And uh, that's why, boy, COVID was rough. No sports, no nothing. Uh, Correct. Give me sports. Give me sports.
9: Yeah. No, and it's great entertainment. And it, and it occupies our time. It does give us that happiness that sometimes we crave. You just got to know when to keep it in perspective. And bullying kids online and calling them losers, I, I don't know if that's making you feel better as a human being, but I don't know. Avery Jones has been nothing but an upstanding kid who's never been yeah. in trouble that I'm aware of. And yeah. Uh, it's been a, a good player for ECU. So to take your time out of your personal day to try to bully somebody online. Just leave a bad taste in my mouth. Just move on. You're, tell me who the next center is going to be. Concentrate yep. on that and, and, and let Avery go. And maybe if you make it to the NFL, like a Gardner Minshew or a um, oh god, the guy who transferred to UVA that quarterback yeah Ben right. And then you can just say, hey, yeah, I remember when he played at ECU and live off those happy memories. Because otherwise, again, it's, I, he, there's so many more important things in this world. And I'm like you. My whole life, 30 years, had been about. I've been paid to cover sports, and I do appreciate it, and I love the entertainment value of it, but I would never invest all my emotional time into something. Uh, I get to know some of the players and coaches, and I have relationships with them, and that's fun, and I enjoy that, but ultimately, it's about the fun of the competition, and I've enjoyed it that. And then I leave it at the door when I go home at night, and I have no problem uh, moving on to cutting some wood or. Um, building
2: a birdhouse or whatever it is that you do in your life brian says uh i agree with what all is being said but how can the NCA not allow this to happen until after the national championship doesn't seem like such a hard concept kids and coaches can go wherever they want but wait until after the season is done well now uh, the signing period is in december uh wisconsin wants fickle to be there on campus it almost sounded like Georgia Tech wanted Willie Fritz there, now or never, and Fritz said never and chose to stay at Tulane because he wants to go for a conference championship and go for a uh, a big win in the Cotton Bowl uh, if they can make it there. So with the way the rules are set up now, I guess you could push it back, but you would still... I mean, look, these coaches are going to go. Mike Houston... He doesn't want to be at East Carolina forever, and that's fine. Right. You got to realize that. Like they, they, right. they are all trying to win to get to the next gig, to the next uh, next uh, paycheck. Uh, Brian says, right. moved the signing period back to February. Well, that's how it was a few years ago, and then they moved it right. to December, right, Brian?
9: Yeah, because uh, a lot of kids were getting poached late, and the schools were getting sick of that, and they wanted them to sign their lives away on that dotted line, so they had the basic rights to them. So. If you're talking about freedom of movement, all right, well, maybe you start getting rid of uh, Letter of Intent signing day. Now, you're going to have to have some legalities when it comes to scholarships and putting your name on the dotted line. But, yeah, I understand these coaches are also trying to get their roster set. And now with the transfer portal, I mean, let's face it, coaches are now, the way they're setting the teams up, they're going transfer portal first, trying to get people they can play yeah. right away and then filling in. Now, it's not to say they don't work hard on the recruiting trail and getting these high school kids signed because you have to identify them but they take more work at this point point. and so and then that, those have to be set up early enough so i understand you wanting them to get signed early so you have them locked in and then you can figure out the rest of your roster it really has become a year-round process and yes you have to figure out the timing but you can't have it all on one side and then not the other you can't have people able to move freely but then they can only move freely certain time periods if you're going to have rosters and spring football and everything set up. You just have to figure out probably a little bit better calendar, what that solution is. I don't know yet. I'll that up to the coaches to figure out uh, and and come up with something. As
2: far as the portal goes, you're talking about?
9: Yeah, yeah. the signing days and the portals and when guys can announce where they can transfer. I have no no problem having guys wait. I mean, once you commit to a season, uh, it's not like Major League Baseball or the NFL where you can play for one team one week and then go play for for the next week. Or the great trivia question of what Major League Baseball player played in two games for different teams on the same day. Who was that, bro? Joel Youngblood, I believe was his name. All right. Uh, Played for the Pirates and the Mets, I think, in the same day. It's a good trivia question. Yeah. Put it on AJ's uh, schedule. Yeah, yeah. I'll look that up. Yeah, and so it's not like, you can do. We should be doing that in college uh, sports as well, because that obviously is unhealthy. And you're talking with being a student athlete and transcripts and being a student uh, in the semester and having to finish those things up. So there's a lot of moving parts when doing this. Um, so I don't have a problem with having you at least complete the season or be committed for that season once you're there. But when is it? When a coach can? I mean, a coach can pick up and leave anytime they want. They get fired. They can go get a job anywhere they want. So. We just thought we'd have to have a little bit better clarification on a calendar of when these things can probably happen without being restrictive to the the to, to freedom of being able to create your own uh, environment and, and uh, money.
2: Brian North, uh, one day we'll figure out all the world's problems. It won't be today, Brian, but I feel like we put a dent into it, so we'll, we'll keep it up. Yeah. We
9: We solve them all the time. No one will just listen to us and put it into place.
2: Good point. Brian, thanks for uh, joining us. Have a great weekend. We'll check you out. Uh, WCTI 12, the highlights tonight, uh, new Bern still rocking and rolling and other teams here in the East, trying to punch their ticket to a state title. So, uh, we'll keep a, uh, an eye on that. All
9: right. Sounds good. I will be on there tonight, the last Friday night working for me, I hope. And then, uh, yeah, we'll have it all covered for you. So enjoy it. And, um, Still waiting on that uh, ECU bowl game. Uh, is that, that's not Gasparilla
2: thing. Isn't like officially official, right? Not officially official, uh, and it's leaning that way. But then again, it's been leaning eight different ways this week. So I don't re- remember. I don't remember being this far, you know, into it, Brian, and not something coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like it seems like by now we would know.
9: Especially with the bowl game starting so quickly, you almost have to start figuring out the lower-tier bowls right after the season is over for most teams. Yeah, another problem for another day.
2: We are two weeks away from a bowl, the first bowl game. So, All right, North. Enjoyed it, buddy. All right. See you, Clipper. See ya There is Brian North joining us. Pit Electric Live Line here on a Friday edition of PRL. Let's take a break. Come back. We'll wrap up hour number one and have more for you when we return after this.
1: You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Need some beer for the weekend? The Jarvis Street Bottle Shop near Christie's Euro Pub is a specialty shop selling craft, domestic, and import brews along with wine and growlers. The Bottle Shop offers monthly beer and wine tastings featuring rotating North Carolina craft breweries along with live music and discounts. Stop by Tuesday through Sunday or check out the Jarvis Street Bottle Shop on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock.
2: All righty, back with you. Um, Folks, it happened yesterday. Yesterday it happened for the first time ever, and I'm here to admit it. I made a mistake. What? I said something incorrectly for the first time ever on pirate radio. What did you do? I had a 15 year streak going with only giving out 100% factual information. And then yesterday, at this very mic, sitting on this very throne, I stated that the. Championship weekend begins at one o'clock on Friday. You idiot! With the Ma- could you let me speak and then I'll give you your time with the Mac Championship because I saw I looked at the football slate of games and saw that Akron and Buffalo were playing one o'clock today. Stop, Chandler. Stop. <laughs> so I took that. As, well, it's championship weekend. Two mag teams are facing off. It's got to be a championship game, right? You would think. Thank you. you. If you were stupid. Oh. Uh, This is a makeup game for a game that uh, was going to be played in Buffalo. Remember when Buffalo had six feet of snow? Well this is a makeup game between akron and buffalo the mac championship is actually coming up on saturday so not only was this game scheduled on championship weekend the mac championship used to be on a friday It used to be friday night i remember uh but no excuses excuses are for losers i made a mistake i'm here to own it chandler go ahead
7: how can one person on this earth Be as stupid and careless and make a mistake like that. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I am. I mean, this is a sports talk radio station that should give out factual information about, hmm, I don't know, sports. Hmm. And for you to go out there yesterday and to say that the MAC championship started at one o'clock between Akron and Buffalo, you, sir... Need a name tag. And on that name tag, it has to say, the dumbest, stupidest moron of a sports talk radio show host. That is a
2: big name tag. In the
7: world. Not just in the country. Not just in the USA. In the world. Mm. You idiot. That hurts.
2: But sometimes the truth hurts. Molly has texted in.
7: Now, do I have room to say that you're an idiot? No, I don't have much room if not any room at all is
2: there any more room for me in those jeans <laughs> <laughs> Molly uh texted in he said not a sports guy i gotta i gotta own it i gotta guy. eat it mm. it doesn't feel good folks it doesn't feel good to be wrong 15 years of
7: being factually correct
2: 100 i i offer my sincere apologies there's probably people that were tuned in yesterday that planned their whole day around the mac championship recorded it and all huddled around the tv with their families and tuned in to see uh like a three win team versus a five win team and again uh, all i can say is i'm sorry tyler says it's unacceptable
7: unacceptable and what is unacceptable mean not being able to be accepted
2: not satisfactory and i don't know if i'll ever be at this microphone again and as i consider myself a man of faith (laughs) and there's a drive in the deep left castellanos deep to left that's a home run uh tyler is taking his viewing to the transfer portal oh (laughs) we have viewers and listeners entering the portal due to my performance
7: we also have hoist the colors uh subscribers hitting the portal as well with buck wild 17 saying he is going to enter the transfer portal that is true breaking news by the
2: way all right so the mac championship will be played on saturday coming up tonight uh you can get an american preview as north texas takes on utsa in the conference usa championship those schools are on their way to the american power six hashtag it
7: north texas a possible opponent for the pirates in a bowl game
2: you know we talked earlier this week to chris haymeyer missouri alum yeah that mizzou ecu matchup
7: in Gasparilla
2: starting to look more and more possible so keep an eye on that uh utah and usc i'm pumped for that one tonight we'll be in Minji's. uh we'll get home for the second half of that one so i'm excited uh, for that one tonight who are you picking in that, Chandler? I will say the line did move up from two and a half to three in USC's favor, but I'm a little surprised it's that low.
7: I like Caleb Williams. He's <laughs> playing lights out right now.
2: I, I might just do what Jeff Nadeau said. If I, if I was to have action on this game and just take the over and enjoy it. Don't worry about who's going to win. Just uh, worry about USC and Utah going up and down the field and scoring points.
7: Should be a fun one. Should be a firework show. Yeah. How about this? I thought about this the other day. Especially I I thought about it last week when I was watching USC Notre Dame. But Caleb Williams is pretty much in the front running for Heisman. Probably is going to win the Heisman. If he does, that's what, three now? That would be three quarterbacks that Lincoln Riley, since leaving Greenville, since leaving – east Carolina's the offensive coordinator that will be three quarterbacks that he has coached that has won the heisman that's kind of that's crazy to think about if you if you were to sit down if you're standing walking sit down think about it
2: do you and have tell to tell me that
7: s- yet yeah, you have to sit down you have to sit to think yes i do
2: i bet you and do some,
7: and sometimes i have to close my eyes
2: i bet you do a lot of thinking on the throne don't you <laughs> oh yeah thinking on the throne
7: um but sit down think about it and tell me that's not crazy to be able to coach potentially three heisman quarterbacks in a what five, four or five year span
2: Mm-hmm. he thought rattler was going to be his next didn't quite work out at oklahoma and now he is the uh cat's meow in then, columbia and, right now and then he
7: thought well maybe it could be caleb williams at oklahoma and then he got went to usc and said hey caleb how about you come win a heisman in los angeles
2: so who were the
7: qbs it was well it was rattler rattler got benched in the oklahoma. no no no
2: his heisman qbs uh baker kyler baker was a transfer baker was kyler uh kyler tra-
7: went to texas a&m
2: so he was a transfer and caleb williams it
7: hurts when the heisman jalen hurts no
2: two of one i don't think hurts one
7: Did hurts didn't win at oklahoma i don't think so all right I was going to say, if he did, he was a transfer.
2: Yeah. Look, that's it is. I know it's tough to take these days, but that's what this is now. I've just accepted it for what it is. It is complete madness. I'm just going to hope East Carolina wins, no matter who they play, no matter who their starting center is.
7: I mean, that, that kind of surprised me today. Maybe it didn't for other people, but Avery Jones entered the transfer portal.
2: He walked on senior day.
7: Yeah, he did but i mean there was did holton walk on senior day last year
2: i believe so as a just in case thing but for a guy that i mean that is the sign right there that he's planning on moving elsewhere Hmm. i mean maybe that's why i'm not shocked as everyone today because he was out there on senior day all right uh jalen hurts did not win a heisman trophy Let's take a break, and we'll talk about. This is a great, great slate of Sunday NFL games. Yes, it is. I'm very excited for this Sunday. Could possibly be the best
7: of yet in the NFL season.
2: Uh, Just even if they're not super important playoff matchups, there are good uh, division games matchups in general. Just good matchups in terms of in terms of a little bit matching up. We'll talk about it with the Chan Man and Tony Dunn when we return, Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. The sidebar in Uptown Greenville is open and ready to serve you. The Tex-Mex Fusion Restaurant offers dinner and Sunday brunch from 1030 to 230, located right next door to the Dickinson Avenue Public House. House. The sidebar has indoor dining and patio seating for everyone to enjoy. For the latest on reservations, menu items, and more, follow the sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clipper. Rock.
2: Welcome back to the show. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt here on a Friday. Clip Rock here and excited about NFL Week 13. I don't like saying that number. We're getting close to the end. But uh, we do have a great slate of games and a great set of people to talk football with here on a Friday, including Tony Dunn from the C3 podcast, CarolinaCatChronicles.com. Joining us on the Pit Electric live line today. Hello, Tony.
10: Hey, buddy. How
2: you doing? Doing good. We're going to send it over to Tony. Tony, Tony, let's talk Panthers before we look at this week's slate. Congrats on the win. And the Broncos, to the Panthers fans' delight, uh, are what we have said they were for a long time now. They are terrible. You got to see it up close and uh, and for the first time, really an entire game on Sunday, Tony. So just how bad are those Broncos that the Panthers knocked off?
10: Um, they're holistically bad, I think, is the real problem, Clip, is that I know that all, all the attention goes to Russell Wilson and the trade and the picks and the, um, the amount of money he's going to get paid, and he has not been good by any stretch, but, like, I don't know if you can find one good thing on their team right now, and at least in that singular game, like, I'm sure that people who watch the Broncos can talk about, you know, some potential things that they can build upon in the future. But, like, they couldn't score. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. They couldn't stop Sam Donald. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they couldn't do anything. So, they're bad. And I'm glad for you uh, for reminding me how bad they were when we were making our picks.
2: <laughs> Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast, joining us. So, uh, yeah, they uh, were certainly bad. And uh, and the Panthers, and i tell you what, Tony, that much like – one reason I like Taylor Heineke, uh, he'll throw a pick just like Carson Wentz will, but he'll at least feed the ball to our best player, that being Terry McLaurin. Sam Darnold comes back in; he will at least give the ball to the Panthers' best weapon on the outside, and that's DJ Moore. So uh, I know DJ Moore got going a little bit, and uh, and that was good to see from Panthers fans.
10: Yeah, I think he. I mean, he had a touchdown. He had uh, I think over 100 yards. He had Patrick Sertain in a blender. And, uh, you know, I mean, like even Sertain was even visibly visibly frustrated. Panther fans got a little delight in that because uh, J.C. Horn, you know, it's kind of from that draft, we picked J.C. Horn, and then Patrick Sertain went next. And Sertain has been very good. um, uh, And J.C. Horn has struggled with some injuries. But Sertain, two weeks in a row, has gotten toasted by Devontae Adams, now D.J. Moore. So a little delight in that.
2: Tony, uh I hate to, to look back, but you've been talking about it this week and so have other Panthers fans. Um, Matt Rule goes to Nebraska and I've seen a lot of Panthers fans saying I wish Matt Rule would just shut up and quit talking. What has he been saying all week that has been annoying Panthers fans like yourself?
10: Oh my gosh. I cannot <laughs> tell you how mad I have been this week, Cliff. Is uh Matt Rule has gone on a media campaign. Uh, as he's been trying to, I guess, drum up some attention for Nebraska, hopefully uh put himself in a better light maybe to attract some recruits and potentially stop the bleeding of all these dudes just jumping in the portal to leave at this point. But he went out and said this, that he wanted to set the record straight that uh, he was, uh he had told everybody and he was under the impression and agreement that they were on a four-year plan, four or five-year plan, and, Um, that that timeline was accelerated by other people. David Tepper, I guess he's implying, he said this, is that like, um, that if if he would have known that the timeline to win was two years, he would have gone out and made a big splash trade. He would have gone out and acquired Mm -hmm. the agent. And he completely distanced himself from that. Then, on top of that, he also said that he tried to say that he did not make personnel decisions unilaterally, that he did not make the draft picks, and really this was a deflection of blame, and he threw everybody under the bus. And I'm telling you, uh, he looks slimy, he looks two faced, he looks unaccountable. And uh, I got to say, this clip is—I've—I I've felt guilty. Like I, you know, I'm Catholic. I have to go to a confession before Christmas, certainly. And one of the things I'm gonna have to confess is how much I hate this dude's face. <laughs> and. I really feel bad about. I'm like I feel guilty about. I've never hated someone's face like this, before. and I'm gonna have to confess it. And it, it's terrible. And I tell you this: is I came to a real conclusion the other day. Is that you know when you guys were talking, the you and uh, who was it that were talking um, about Matt Rule being a proven college college coach? Yes. And then you gotta, he's not proven. First of all, is uh, he's had two good seasons he has gone he's 0 and 11 against ranked teams at Baylor he's 2 and 5 against ranked teams at Temple he has had some success proven i don't know but uh, i was under the impression before i heard these comments clip that he was not even a college coach like but i realized that's what he truly is because a college coach needs to be able to rub elbows with every booster in the world And go and be a liar uh, every day. They got to go into people's homes and lie to the kids and their parents. They got to lie to the boosters. And when things are going bad, they talk junk about everybody except for the person they're talking to at that point. So he is perfect.
2: For the job. <laughs> well stated by Tony Dunn. I do just want to say he's known for- Hold on, hold on. Let me get and I I'm gonna give you your time too as a Panthers fan, Chandler, but just on the cause Tony's kind of coming after me now with the Matt Rules approving college coach. Two and ten his first year at Temple, awful. Turned that into a six and six year the following year. Six and six is not good. I'm not counting that as a good season but he did go from two and ten to six and six and then back to back ten win seasons at temple so that's two good years right there tony uh one and eleven his first baylor year trying to rebuild that mess got seven wins the second year that's not good but pretty good and then eleven and three sugar bowl so out of his seven seasons he's had three really good years he's only had two losing seasons and those were in the first two years uh at his schools temple and baylor he has been a really good college football coach, but anyway, just
10: as good as any coach that we would want at East Carolina. So I'll give you that.
2: Right, Let you're seeing it. red right now. You you can't be non-biased about this. I mean,
7: there's not there's no doubt though no that he's known for Chip building was. programs.
10: No better than Steve Logan was. That's what I say.
2: All right, wow. Chandler, what do you got?
7: I was just going to say he's well he is known for building programs from literally the floor up because I mean you go to Temple they're I mean they're demolished in the in the football program he goes and revives Baylor after the I guess the Art Brawl situation was that after that situation yeah but, um, so he is known for that but I thought we were done awesome job you get you did exactly what we expected you to do and that's go out and get a head coaching job I, I knew Nebraska was zoning in on him as soon as. He was fired. Um, but for him to come out and say that – I mean, he basically wants all the credit. And the Panthers are only won three – which, I mean, three games after he's been fired for us for the past few seasons, that's a lot of wins, especially in this short time span. And he's wanting credit for that. But he wants credit. But he also says that he wasn't in on any deals. He wasn't in on any draft picks. There is literally videos out there of him, like, mic'd up during the draft – this past year and last year, where he's like, all right, if this guy's not available, we're taking this guy. All right, let's pick Terrace Marshall here. He's literally hands-on. He's literally making decisions. And what kills me is that, I mean, it's literally like, it's pettiness to me. It's it's literally pettiness from Matt Rule. And for someone who wants credit but at the same time says that he didn't partake in any of the decisions made, get out of here. And just, I mean – Panthers fans already did not like the guy. Yeah. He could have been gone and got out of here, and he could have said something completely different. He even said to Peter Schrager, he said, if I can go back and change change things, what I would change is not be the coach of the Carolina Panthers.
2: Well, duh. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Y'all would say the same thing about him. That's not – what. who cares? Like – I'm just adding on to what he said.
10: Uh, no. All right. Here, we will meet in the middle clip. is He's a proven college coach and a proven sniveling two-faced liar. He
2: is a two-faced. <laughs> I did see one video, Tony. You kind of talked about it earlier, where he said, uh, I want to be remembered as somebody who never threw anybody under the bus, you know, was accountable. Yeah. And then his next line was the line about, I've never made decisions unilaterally, basically saying – Whoever did make those decisions sucked, because it wasn't me. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally throwing I mean, people, really, under, dude, the bus. Throw people <laughs> under the bus. He just runs them over yeah. the bus.
10: He gets that college <laughs> Nebraska bus that they're going to have to take, because they got to drive 280 miles, probably get to the airport or wherever, and then he's going to run over every Panther fan on the way.
2: Can you add... uh Tony Dunn c3 podcast and Nebraska hater to your profile Tony you're gonna to be hate you're, you're gonna root against them harder than you root for ECU next year
10: I mean they're like uh they're gonna be like my saints of the I mean, or my Falcons of the of college they're Are there, and I'm trying to think who I hate the most in college football and it's probably for me it's been a little Virginia Tech back in the day yeah um they're up there now I just rooting for him and, and look, Cliff, this is a crazy example of failing up. Another example, yeah, fail up is that he got a
2: seven-year. Whoever his agent is, I want to know who he is. But again, he has one in college. He has one before.
10: Another thing is this: is that his contract's like significantly backloaded because, um, because the, the the deal with his contract for Tepper was it was guaranteed sixty-four million dollars, but every, one of the clauses in the contract is. If he takes a job at another school, like that's not the Panthers, whatever he gets paid there, they take out of his payment. So if he gets $3 million this year, he only gets one from the Panthers or whatever. So what they did is they structured the con- the the contract to help Nebraska and uh, screw David Tipper. So Matt Rule, literally. I don't care about that either.
7: So Matt Rule here's a quote from Matt Rule in that in that, in the interview. I wasn't the GM. I didn't make the picks. But now here's Matt Rule on draft night. So, Matt, let, that's Matt Rule making the pick. He said, let's, 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 take, ta- let's take Terrace Marshall. And also, if people don't remember, Tommy,
10: I surely do. The Tommy Trimble one is the real example. As everybody's sitting there looking at him, he goes, Tommy Trimble, he's my guy. Let's take him.
7: And, uh, here's another one, Tony, that might top yours. And I remember this because I'm a long snapper. But Matt Rule and the Panthers drafted Thomas Fletcher out of Alabama in the sixth round. He is a long snapper. And there is a there is audio of him on the phone with Thomas Fletcher saying, I just drafted, I, not we, I just drafted you. So, I mean, it's just two-faced, yeah, Tony. He's two-faced. The kind
10: problem, of clip is that we really don't have a problem because we all knew all this stuff. The problem is, is that he is just 100% acting like he was not part of the equation. It's yeah. being in a fight with your wife. It's like, what? Being in a fight with your wife. Like I don't know you but like it's like this this is all your fault. Right. That's what my wife would say. It's like if we were in an argument, she would say, This is entirely your fault. That is
2: You take no ownership. Yeah.
10: None. None.
2: Yeah. All right.
10: That's the irritating part. So you know what? I wish him the worst. <laughs> for it.
2: And real quick, Tony, as this season rolls along, how much talk is there of a new coach in Carolina? I mean, I guess they're going to let Wilkes play out the string here, right? And then, uh, I don't know.
10: I mean, the, the the talk right now is just like, is Wilkes going to do enough to be the favorite uh, to where, you know, just feel obligated to, a, to give him a real right. legitimate opportunity. Um, I don't know. I have we have, We've tried to stay – or at least I've tried to not get my mind too wrapped up in it. You know, there's a couple of names. But, like, until we hear the people they're going to interview, you know, it's just, like, all speculation. But, you know, I mean, there's some names from the last search, I think, like, uh, or people that uh, Matt Rule couldn't land, like Pep Hamilton, offensive coordinator. I think he's from Houston, right? Um, Like Ken, uh, Ken Dorsey. So the, I guess just a question, you know. I mean, people are starting to put those names out, but really, right now, they're just trying to figure out: is Sam Darnold and um, is Sam going to come in there and do enough to maybe secure a one-year deal to be the bridge uh, for next year for the Panthers?
2: I was watching last <laughs> night and heard uh, the name uh, Joe Brady, and who's the name you just mentioned? The old Miami Dorsey, Ken, Ken, Ken Dorsey. Yeah. Up there at Buffalo. And uh, a good quarterback can make you look like a good coach really quick and vice versa, as we saw in Carolina, I guess. Um, All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get some picks in. Tony, I got that uh, video you sent me. Uh, I want to play that, too. It's so good, man. Yeah. I mean, it just
10: makes my day uh, so much brighter. And it's so
2: Tony and Cam from years ago.
10: Yeah, you know what? I thought the same
2: thing. (laughs) All right. We'll play that and we'll make some picks. Great uh, slate of games this Sunday. We'll talk about them when we return after this.
1: listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes and highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show
8: welcome back do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local and print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back in to prl here's clip
2: back with you piratey live here on a friday game day friday pirates and camels tonight seven o'clock mengees coliseum ecu basketball coming up we'll find out east carolina's bowl date officially on sunday maybe some news will sneak out before then keep it locked this weekend to pirate radio social media accounts uh and the treasure chest will open up on monday we'll run down the prize list again before we get out of here today and uh, give you a great prize coming up in hour number three a mystery prize pack as ellerby has assembled some goodies here so stay tuned for that uh, let's welcome back Tony Dunn to the Pit Electric Live Line. Chandler Honeycutt here, Shirley Rhodes producing. Um, and Tony, I told you last week that I was starting to uh to see some things, starting to think the picture's clearing up for me in my head, and I followed that up with a 14-2 and two week last week. Holy moly. My best week of the year. My only losses were Seattle and Zay Jones with a two-point conversion uh to beat baltimore so those were my two losses i had the ravens in that one tony dunn a 13 and three week last week 11 and 5 for cj and chandler who has been in the lead the entire year i think that's back-to-back weeks where you've been in fourth but you still have such a large cushion uh, you right now have 108 wins on the year to Tony's 102. Tony's
7: ca- Tony's catching up.
2: Tony's coming in the rear view. CJ with 99 wins. I have 95, so I'm still way back. But again, I am uh, I'm seeing the board well, gentlemen. So we'll see if we can keep that going. Um, this is a great slate of games, and I say that, and we start off with kind of three duds. But uh, first game up with no Panthers today. Steelers at Falcons. Chandler, we'll start with you. I'm going to go Steelers on the road. Uh, CJ is taking his Steelers as well. Tony, who are you going with? I think I'm going
10: to go Falcons at home. I mean, you need to go opposite of me.
2: It's a coin flip game. I'm going to go yeah, definite coin flip. I'm going to go Falcons at home. Packers at the Bears. Do we know about Aaron Rodgers? I think I saw, I saw where he's about, gonna play.
10: I saw something about Jordan Love, though. Like is like so people are talking about him right now, so I wonder what that means. Yeah.
2: Aaron Rodgers uh back at practice uh for the Packers, so it looks like he will go. What about Justin Fields?
10: He's good. He's not listed on the injury report.
2: All right, so we have our two starting quarterbacks. I kinda wanted to see Love versus Fields, honestly. Um Rodgers and the Packers stink, but he owns the Bears. He owns the Bears. He owns them. I said the same thing earlier this year about the Lions and the Lions beat the Packers. So I am taking the Bears.
10: I am taking the Packers because the Bears can't win, even uh, if they can score, so chandler i'm
7: gonna take the packers too because like we said aaron Rodgers owns the the bears and i could see him scoring a touchdown a rushing touchdown and doing exactly what he did was it last year or a couple years ago where he says i own you i own you
2: I, I think the bears treat this as a super bowl and they go out and win it and cj is picking the bears as well where's it at <clears throat> chicago at the bears oh the place Rodgers owns Uh, This is not a playoff implication game, but this is going to be a fun game. Jaguars at Lions, Tony. I'll let you pick first. Uh, Jags
10: at Lions. Uh, I'm going Lions. I'll go Lions.
2: Uh, All right. Chandler. I like the Lions at home. Be good. CJ's taking the Jags. The Lions are just like the Lions had one three in a row before they lost to Buffalo. These are like the same teams. I know. I know.
10: They're really like mirror opposite. I mean, mirror images of each other.
2: I'm going to take the Jags. They were frisky last week. They looked good last week in their win over Baltimore. Great drive by Trevor Lawrence.
7: Zay Jones with a career day as well.
2: Huge day for Zay and the game-winning two-point conversion. All right. Mike White comes in and throws all over the Bears. Of course, their defense does stink, but... I guess uh, Mike White is the guy when they go to Minnesota on a Sunday. Big game uh, for the Jets. Uh, and they are – I think I heard a line on this game. Tony, what do you think the line is, uh, Jets at Vikings?
10: Uh, four points, Vikings. I was going to say three and a half.
2: Okay. Y'all are, I think, on the right track. I thought it would be higher than that. Uh, it is? Three. Three? You got it?
7: No, I, I, I was going. That's my uh, final guess.
2: It is three. That seems low, no? But I mean, I guess it's around what y'all said. Y'all y'all respect the Jets. It sounds like. Or do you disrespect the Vikings? Uh,
10: I think it's more disrespecting. Uh, no, it's like, the Vikings. Uh, they just kind of match up against each other pretty well. Is that uh, the Jets' defense is what's been really doing their thing, and you know if you can stop the passing game. Uh, I feel like, I mean, it's just like who wins, which side of the ball wins. Does the Minnesota offense win or does the Jets defense win? And a good matchup this week between Sauce Gardner and Justin Jefferson.
2: Uh, with all that being said, I will take the Vikings at home, as will CJ Chandler.
7: Vikings at home.
2: And Tony. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Commanders at Giants. Uh, CJ picks the Giants and says – WTF? The Commanders are really seven and five. What he should be saying is, WTF? The Vi- the Giants are really seven and four. The Giants stink. They are frauds. I- I'm not saying the Commanders are good. The Commanders could lose this game, but I- I'm taking Washington on the road. And Washington, and yeah. I was surprised. Have you seen the line on this game, Tony? No, I haven't
10: seen any other line. Take a guess. Um, are y'all dogs? I think it's pretty uh, it's probably the same, but uh take two points favorites for the
2: commanders. All right. Uh I was I was just surprised to see us favorite on the road. Two and a half commanders, favorite over the Giants wow. on Sunday. I'm taking Washington, uh, Tony, who you got?
10: I'm run, I'm
2: rocking with Ron. Yeah. Ron Vimber turns into Ron Simber. We'll see if we can keep it going. All right. uh, I like this game a lot. Titans and Eagles. I'm taking the Titans on the road. Mm, I'm going
7: to go with you. I'm going to go Titans on the road, too. Mm.
2: That's music to Tony's ears.
10: Not me. Give me the Eagles. They are legit. I don't care if they barely pulled it out over uh, Indy. They are straight. And now they've added both... uh, Limble Joseph, right? And... Sue. Uh, and Dominican Sue?
2: Yeah. And they got ran all over by the Packers the other night. Did they? Yep.
10: Oh, so was it two weeks ago that they won? Oh, yeah, I guess it has been.
2: Oh, they got ran all over by Washington, and then they added those guys, and then they got ran all over again.
7: By Indianapolis, too.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm still sticking with it. And them. guess what the Titans like to do? Run.
7: Run
0: the
2: ball. Run the ball. That's a excellent point. Broncos at Ravens. Ravens by a million. Yeah. Same. Ravens, man.
7: Broncos stink. Oh, brother. This team stinks. (laughs) They're awful. (laughs) They are so bad.
10: (laughs) This will be a game they win, though, to make uh, everybody go, what the heck is wrong with Lamar and. If the Ravens now, won
2: last week, maybe, but I've, I think they bounce back this week. Now,
7: the Raven are the Ravens as good as we think they are?
2: Uh How good do you think they are? I played this game with Tony the other day. What did you say on uh, Facebook? Who are we talking about, Tony? Was it Matt? Was it Matt Rule? Yeah. When Tony said Matt Rule isn't as good as people think he is, and I said, "Well, how good do you think people think he is?" And you don't tell me what I think. Of don't tell me what I'm thinking about how I think.
10: Gets <laughs> really uh, defensive about his individuality. <laughs> he is.
2: Chandler, I hear what you're saying, though. Because we want to say when we do our, is this team good? I want to put Baltimore there, but they are making it hard for me to do that.
7: I lost at the Jags last week. You only win by... Ten points you get that last field goal late in that game against us,
2: by the way, I think all their losses this year don't they have five losses at this point? Four or five. Let me check real quick. I think in all their losses, they are not seven and four, all their losses they've led by double digits at some point, yeah, uh, um
10: they are it's just uh the thing is is the Ravens seem to play to their competition a little bit,
2: yep. Yeah. And
7: well, if that's the case, they're going to play poorly on Sunday. <laughs>
2: Very poorly. All right. Browns at Texans. Why is this game intriguing at all? Deshaun Watson versus his old team. Back. Yeah. I will take Cleveland on the road. Cleveland for me.
10: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think we're all going to take Cleveland, but it's not because of Deshaun Watson. I would say that. In fact, that took the the less than under in price picks with Deshaun Watson at 230 yards. I think they just hand the ball off and make this about try not to make this overly about Deshaun.
2: Yeah, Chubb and Hunt.
10: They want to come out there and say we were right and and make him humiliate his old team or try to get that. That would be wild
2: uh seahawks at rams i uh, who's the ram is the rams going back to uh stafford is it bryce perkins they have a different quarterback each week don't they they had yeah. bryce
7: perkins last week
2: uh, uh in, in kansas city what stafford Sta- is out wow yep john wofford will start
7: now why did he not start last week injury
2: yeah
10: I will take the Seahawks. I don't love the Seahawks down the stretch, though.
2: Yep, I'm with you, Tony. And uh, just an absolute thriller uh, against the Raiders last week. Um, CJ's taking the Seahawks, Chandler?
7: I'm going to go Seahawks, too. All
2: right. Um, This is the Clip Brock Bowl here for this year. Dolphins at 49ers. Love both of these teams going into the year. Love both of these teams now. Super Bowl preview, potentially. Uh, Dolphins at Niners. Give me my Niners at home over my Dolphins and Shirley's Dolphins. Our Dolphins.
7: Mike McDaniel, uh, revenge game.
10: I'm thinking of Dolphins on the road, man. Me too. Ooh. All right. I like this. And I don't feel great about it, but I just feel like, uh, the Dolphins want to prove something and like, uh at every level, and the 49ers are kind of just need to be in cruise control at this point. Like, they don't have to, you know, they just can't be great, work terrible throughout the rest of the season. They'll be fine in the getting to the playoffs.
2: I don't like the Niners in a Thank shootout. So, if Hill and Waddle are running all over the place scoring, I don't know if the Niners can keep up. I, so, I guess what I'm saying is, I think they're going to hold that offense down, which is kind of terrifying to say. Uh, the way this uh, Dolphins team has looked. Guess the line on that game, Tony. Uh, Dolphins at Niners. What do you got? Uh, Niners plus one? So you think the Dolphins are road favorites? No, excuse me, minus one. Uh, Niners by four is the line. Four, wow.
10: West Vegas
2: know that we don't. Right, yeah. All right, another great game. Chiefs at Bengals. Chandler. Mm. Mm.
7: give me the bingles at home
2: mm. i want to do that but i'm not i'm gonna say that ch- i'm gonna say the chiefs oh yeah Shirley, hit that video i sent you real quick so this is a girl who just had what is it a wisdom teeth deal tony is that what it was yeah, where i think so she's like hopped up on the uh the pain meds and as a huge Bengals fan and got really emotional on the way home oh, after her dental procedure. She's
10: a genius, by the way. She really is just calling it straight
2: at this point. And it reminds me of Tony Dunn uh, back in the Cam Newton days. So this is uh Bengals fan. Very emotional.
0: Joe Burrow's jersey came in handy today. I didn't wear the pretty one because I didn't think I should. Uh, I wouldn't want to get that one, better. What's wrong, sis? I know he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm happy for him. <laughs> but I'm not happy for me I know. in that situation. I know. You love Joe Burrow, don't you? In Jesus, please. He's pretty, but dang it, he's talented. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not look. <laughs> so,
2: and she goes on and on. But that's that's Tony talking about Cam. Like, uh,
8: oh, I go for God. ambition, not that's look. The best and fun. she lying.
2: <laughs> God, she went on and she
8: said, I don't know if we're going to have
10: to. Chase. Goes, uh, th- th- we got the Titans this week, but next week we got the... I guess this was last week. Yeah. Made, and now she's talking about having to play Patrick Mahomes, and he's so good. <laughs> uh, she knows what she's talking about. Give me the Chiefs.
2: <laughs> All right. Um,
10: Joe might makes him. still dealing with concussion. I don't know if he... I mean, I don't yeah. know what the status is with those guys, but uh, the Bengals are not healthy. They're going to need to... Joe Burr is going to have to win, and I tell you this. is I mean, and he can. The Bengals can win. But, look, Patrick Mahomes right now is on fire, dude. Like, I mean, he's playing the best football we've probably ever seen anybody ever play. All
2: right. Uh, Chandler, who you got? I'm going to go. Did you say Bengals already? I was
7: about to say I got Bengals at home.
2: He, right. said, he said Bengals at home. All right. The Raiders are the new Titans for me. I've. I still haven't fully figured out the Titans. I still miss their games. I used to miss them every week. Now I can't pick a Raiders game. And they host the Chargers. And I'm going to take the Raiders.
10: I'm taking. I might take the Chargers because the Raiders, don't let them fool you. I'm They're taking... still bad.
2: Go Chargers. All right. CJ also taking the Chargers. Colts and Cowboys. I will take Dallas. This is not one of the good games
10: this weekend. it's a good dad game.
2: And that is Sunday night. So, Tony, you can uh, make it about you from 1 o'clock to 7.15, and then uh, in the night it's all about the family. You taking the Cowboys, Chandler? Wait, you taking the Colts? No. Do it. You want to? No, man. How funny would that be? Your gut's telling you? Do it. Yeah. Colts. All right. Oh my God. Chandler's taking the Colts. Oh my God. Saints at Bucks. Um, mm. Tony, you almost talked me into it last week. What with the Bucks? But I stuck with the Browns.
10: Ah, but it was last second too. I know. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks.
2: I'll take the Bucks this week. Saints coming off uh, scoring zero points. That's never good. Uh, Chandler.
7: I'm going Bucks at home.
2: All right, we're all on the bucks. All right, the picks are in. Tony, have a great weekend. Hope you uh, get the feeling back
10: 100%. Yeah, thank you. I got one plug, though. Uh, Sunday, since we're on a bye, and we are starting our first ever, and we're going to make this every year on the buy. Uh, instead of having a post-game show, we're doing a charity drive for one of the pan- We're Panthers. I partner with a charity by a Panthers player each year and support, support of them. We'll have trivia games we'll be talking about football looking around uh, watching the games and doing a bunch of fun activities this year we'll be supporting the bradley and Nikki bozeman foundation uh you can actually go uh to my twitter account it's pins right now cat underscore chronicles and find the link if so i've got it in any video that you find either a podcast or youtube in the description And uh, what it is is a charity dedicated to uh, kind of addressing food insecurity for kids uh, at school and, uh, you know, don't have enough to eat and are, you know, kind of trying to struggle with studying and stuff and hungry. And they also got like an anti-bullying platform that they do as well alongside of that. So we've already, they set the goal when we reached out to them for $5,000. I was like, holy cow, man. I was like, we've never even made $5,000 on this podcast. How are we going to do that? But. Uh, we're already up to $800 in donations. So, uh, you know, it's the given season, tax deductible. Go give five, ten bucks and, uh, you know, help us kick off uh, the first of a tradition um, that we hope to, to do for a long time on the C3 Papers podcast.
2: All right, cool. Uh, you can follow uh, Tony and the C3 podcast online. Uh, is that still cat underscore chronicles?
10: On Twitter, yes. And then uh just you know, Google or YouTube C three Panthers Podcast right. come up or just put in Panthers Podcast and Google with the number one, baby.
2: Number one. All right, thanks Tony. All right, thank you. Tony Dunn, we'll take a timeout, come back, wrap up hour number two of Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday, back with you after this.
1: listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. ECU football alum Dakota Marshall is the owner of First and Goal Hauling, and he has a complete fleet of dump trucks and he hauls everything, dirt, asphalt, stone, and with First and Goal Hauling, It's a touchdown every time. Follow first and goal hauling on Facebook today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All
2: right. Conan, who appears to be a Cowboys fan, which would explain why he wants to fight somebody. Because Cowboys fans have rocks for brains,
8: they're just always angry.
2: Always angry always yelling hooting hollering uh i
7: think brian bailey has i think he's a pretty smart guy
2: he's not dumb like some cowboys i'm not dumb
7: like some cowboy fans are
2: so i'm not dumb like some cowboy fans thank you I, i agree brian has brains um conan says jimmy smith's not the former jaguars receiver i'm assuming jimmy smith's jingle bells is the best christmas song ever fight me on this fight me Fight, fight me. me, find me, fight me. Put them up, put them up. My favorite Christmas song ever is Josh Groban's version of "Old Holy Night.
7: Oh.
8: Cannot
2: Holy beat
7: it. Night, the There's one that's right. not
8: um, considered a, a holiday song, but you do hear it during um, this time of year. And that is...
2: Cheese uh, up, hose
8: down? No. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. But I'm talking... Yeah. My favorite tradition letter- is the- Troy
2: trying to say hallelujah.
8: Yes, that ha- is my ha-la-la. favorite holiday tradition as well. How do you say it? Hayayuya. <laughs> Hayahua? <Ha-ha- laughs> Hayayuya! Hayahua! Oh. Give him praise. Oh. Hayahua!
7: Oh. Give him some praise. Oh. Uh,
8: my favorite version is uh, by Pentatonix. And if you've never heard of it, it oh, is yeah. my, phenomenal.
2: My daughter loves like them and that song a lot.
8: Yeah. Now, if you go with kind of like a pop type Christmas song, um, I I'm hands down, and I know, you know, a lot of people have their own tastes, but "Hey Santa" by Wilson Phillips is hey my Santa. favorite hey Christmas Santa. song. You've Santa. never heard that song?
2: I like Wilson Phillips. I don't know if I know that you song. You will
8: have to YouTube it during hey the break.
2: Santa. Uh, is Chandler singing hey it right Santa. now. He is
8: trying to <laughs> sing it. Hey Santa.
2: Okay. Chandler, what's your favorite Christmas song?
7: Probably Santa Claus is coming to town by the Jackson 5. Oh, that's
2: a great that's one. That's a good one. My a good Santa one.
4: Claus
8: is coming to town. Oh yeah. i um I like uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC.
0: Merry great... Christmas. Nah.
8: <laughs> Merry Christmas, Christmas and Happy
7: Holidays. Merry Christmas, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas
2: and
8: Happy Holidays. Now,
2: John uh, wants to. He says, I need clips singing Christmas classics uh, the last day of the year going into commercials. might have to bring that back. We still have those saved.
8: Two two of my favorite new kids christmas songs hold on N-
2: well i know they did uh do they have a whole album yes funky okay. funky christmas oh yeah well that is that one of the songs
8: uh that, that you were going it, to say it's off the album but it's uh, not one of your two not funky funky christmas is not one of my i
2: remember joey mcintyre doing i saw mommy kissing santa claus yeah is that true
8: um. Oh gosh
2: I think last night that. I
8: saw Santa Claus. I think is it's it's like, it's like a rock version
2: uh, of,
8: but it's not that one.
2: So what are the two you? Why? And then
8: there's another one that's off of their uh, most recent Christmas album, which is called,
2: uh, old guys enjoying Christmas.
8: No, but the name of the song is Unwrap You.
2: We're too old for this. No. Why do these women keep touching us at concerts? <laughs> not.
8: The album's called I Took a Selfie with Shirley. That's what that's called.
2: The album's called I am taking Shirley to court for harassment.
8: I accosted by Donnie Wahlberg. No, no, no. The album's called I Aco- I got accosted by Shirley Rhodes. At least three fifths of the band got accosted by Shirley Rhodes.
2: I wonder if the other two guys feel left out now, Shirley that they have not been able to be touched by you
8: i uh, you know i don't know about danny but i know jordan jordan has a tendency to be a germaphobe so jordan i Knight. can i can see him just not wanting to touch anybody um and danny i just i, I don't know if he's a germaphobe too but he's they are the only two i've i have not accosted
2: uh tyler says 12 days of christmas by straight no chaser is his favorite
8: straight no Chaser okay all right that's fair
2: carter wants us to hashtag stick to sports what's your he didn't say that he's just asking sports questions oh uh what's your bowl projection
8: oh i got a i got a good question
2: hold on let me get to carter uh let's (laughs) go Gasparilla, ecu missouri let's go with that that's my projection uh he says also basketball score prediction
8: Mm. (sighs) i say do
2: you really want to know
8: i
7: th- I think pirates by six
8: campbell by three
2: i hope i'm wrong i'm seeing orange right now mm.
7: you're seeing chris haymeyer
2: i'm seeing like you're seven-
8: seeing haymeyer's head floating around
2: 74 69 campbell
8: okay hope i'm that's wrong a, yeah
2: that's night. conan likes merry christmas from the family
8: by oh Robert yeah, yeah, yeah. They the, say that's a close second. Uh, uh, I like the Dixie your, Chicks version.
2: What was your question? You were going to. ask?
8: What is your favorite Christmas parody song?
7: Oh, mine's probably like
2: oh, like uh, two, two
7: front
8: teeth or something.
2: No, uh, 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 Adam Sandler. Like, what, what's an example?
8: An example would be: Have you ever heard of the Twelve Pains of Christmas? Yeah, they always yeah. played on the radio. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about: parody songs.
2: I remember riding around i need uh, Mom are you
8: listening? Uh there's one parody song called um this, it goes to the theme of God rest ye merry gentlemen but um oh god the restroom said something women I forget how the the actual title but it goes but that's a good one. All right so uh, now uh, The Jingle a kid, Dogs Dogs kid barking we used the jingle to ride bells.
2: around. I want to say is it Tammy Faye Baker
8: <laughs> tammy faye baker was jimmy baker's wife
2: uh, i want to say what
8: was the name of that
2: she was doing some kind of she had some kind of christmas album for kids or something uh-huh and i and we used to always listen to that also like chipmunk's christmas i remember oh, chipmunk's christmas lot. is a great christmas, one christmas christmas
8: christmas to remember what's that kenny and dolly huh ah gotta do that one that's a that's a staple
2: what are your favorites let us know hannah likes the 12 redneck days of christmas yep oh when hannah mom is listening hey mom what is that what (laughs) she's on facebook what am i thinking of Remember we used to listen to it in the car was it like was it Tammy Faye Baker? I, I we used know. to
8: listen, you know, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. All I want for
2: Christmas. Shirley is my uh
8: fr- I, want I want a hippopotamus, hippopotamus for,
7: Christmas. for Christmas. Oh
2: yeah, I remember that. A hippopotamus will do. Oh yeah, my uh my my mama, my mother's mother, my grandmother got that for me. Anyway, so that that was, I had a memory about that. Robert says Danny is the redheaded stepchild in new kids on the block (laughs) (laughs) i would say he was (laughs) the least popular
8: he was the least popular because he just really wasn't that attractive but then he started lifting weights and then the girls were like "Ooh, muscles and you know um (laughs) but no i mean if you're if you're going by looks and not ambition like uh bengal's fan back here with the uh anesthesia I like ambition not looks. not looks she is lying she's lying i'm gonna go ahead and tell you from a female perspective she is lying i don't know joe that burrow does kind of
2: have a, a nod. he's got like sunken eyes or something he looks a little strange well yeah. uh says eric Carbon singing oh holy night yes
8: that is one of my favorites one uh, of my favorites i have to listen to that at well, least once during the holiday season
2: if we're talking about that we might as well say mr hanky the christmas Pooh is a great christmas song uh, you
8: mr hanky
2: the christmas Pooh.
8: i'll have to go back and listen to that because i don't think i've ever heard that one
2: mm-hmm. uh let's take a break when we return we will talk to morgan ehlers who i'm assuming we'll see tonight in Minchie's coliseum on the pa mic here.
8: Here come the
2: pirates shooting two pirates camels go at it we'll talk hoops and football does Morgan know what bowl the pirates will be in we'll ask him after this
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back.
8: East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is a family run dealership that creates a family like atmosphere for their customers. They have one of the biggest used car inventories in Eastern Carolina you can shop online today at EastCarolinaChryslerDodge.com. East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive in Greenville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
2: Uh, Shirley, are you following the uh, Good Morning America drama at all? You know what I'm talking uh, yeah, about? No, yeah,
8: the, ho- the two the two hosts of Good Morning America tj and i think her name is amy i'm not real sure but yes yeah they they've been dating each other secretly for months and they had planned to actually like make their relationship public but and they're uh, both
2: married though by the way right uh yeah that's what i'm reading
8: well no um Amy is divorcing from Andrew Hsu and her divorce will be finalized in like the next week or two. Ah, okay. And sh- they were planning to go public then, but a, a publication, I can't remember what, what publication it was, basically outed their relationship. So yeah. they kind of, they kind of been, uh, well, they had to kind of come right out and say, yeah, we're dating
2: yep okay I, I just bring that up to say before rumors get started chandler and shirley are not having an affair they are just co-workers
8: <laughs> and the funny thing is is that they actually just, no
7: actually we're we're waiting for shirley's divorce paper
8: <laughs> <laughs> there were several i think it was several years ago they actually had to go to their bosses and say look we were not dating each other were just really really good friends
2: oh them too yeah uh.
8: and so uh, reportedly that they've been kind of thick as thieves for a while but now whether or not they were dating that entire time that's kind of up in the air but i wouldn't you know. call
2: what we're doing dating if you know what i mean yeah well yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little hey um, you know hey. Uh,
8: there's a there's a there can be a lot of that going on
2: uh let's get to that's the...
8: that's not happening here but okay it's a... all right
2: uh as we go to the pill electric lifeline shout out to ryan from wings over greenville in the
8: house in the house baby. really
2: pepped us up here on a friday okay. with some awesome i haven't even looked what we got yet i'm gonna assume there are some tenders
7: oh uh, he asked he texted me he said request i said you know what we like oh you it's... knew this yeah
2: oh huh, you can keep a secret oh yeah well done so this is a surprise. Well to me. I told you, I just forgot <laughs> to tell you. Garlic Parm Tots. Garlic Whoa, buddy. Oh man. Oh, hey, by the way, buddy. starting
7: on Monday at three o'clock, the treasure chest is back, and in the treasure chest, there is going to be a one hundred dollar gift card, two wings ever Greenville. It man, can be
2: yours. You could do a lot of damage <laughs> with that. So uh check them out tonight. Great. Uh they will deliver so you won't even have to leave on a cool night and watch your championship football and hoops, and Morgan Ayler's will join us now to talk some pirate hoops as he joins us on the Pit Electric Live line. Hello, Morgan. Hey, Cliff. How are you? Good. If you could have an affair with one pirate radio employee, who would you pick?
11: You. <laughs> now, I'm just sitting here listening to this and didn't have a clue what you were talking about, but, you know, heard the story. Yeah. That you say Chandler and Shirley, and then all of a sudden you say no, they're not. And, Chandler, and then you say, Chandler, you can't keep a secret.
2: So- oh, very good point. If they were involved, he wouldn't say anything. Very good point there, Morgan. You're uh, an astute listener.
11: And, and surely and about, about ready to hit the disconnect button with me on.
2: <laughs> yeah. Really. Uh, Morgan, you going to be there about an hour and a half from now? Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. You know, ECU
11: and Campbell, 7 o'clock. Williams are in uh, Benji's Coliseum. Yep, I'll be
2: there. And the Pirates looking to bounce back. Uh, lost to South Carolina State the other night. Mike Schwartz not happy after that one, but knows his team is going to take some lumps this year. You just hope they can bounce back. Campbell's a pretty good team. Morgan Pirates are around a three point uh, four point favorite tonight. Campbell's not, you know, knocked off App State, played tight with NC State. Uh, have shown that they are a uh, certainly a worthy opponent. Should be a good game tonight.
11: Yeah, it should. Campbell traditionally has a, a pretty solid basketball program. And, uh, you know, East Carolina, it, it, it's funny because you, you've played some teams that, you know, the Pirates have gotten behind and they've been able to come back. And some teams have started out shooting really, really hot against East Carolina. And the Pirates made a run against South Carolina State the other night. They were down and uh, came back, cut it to three or four points. And then South Carolina State, you know, they, they hit three or four in a row. And, I think what hurts East Carolina sometimes is that they, they maybe are relying too much on that long-range jumper. and If it hits, it's great, but uh, I don't know if they've got quite the shooters right now that they want all in rotation, and uh, hopefully tonight they'll be able to keep it close and uh, use their athleticism, because East Carolina's a very athletic team when you're looking at it, and Coach uh, Coach Schwartz has really made his name on defense, and the Pirates going to have to get after it. and. Really deny that mid-range jump shot because I think that's been sort of the Achilles heel for the Pirates defensively is giving up that little 12, 15-foot jumper. And uh, when teams can hit that, it it can make for a long night. Hopefully the Pirates can defend that well tonight.
2: Saw some athleticism on Tuesday night, Morgan, from Ezra uh, Asar. How do you say his last name? Asar. Asar. Uh, I just call him Ezra, one man, one name, and a lot of game. And uh, he looked good the other night in the paint for the Pirates, I think, probably earning himself some more playing time along the way. And one of these uh, freshmen that we're excited about.
11: Yeah, he was out there the first time I saw him play. I was like, okay, he's got you know some athleticism. And the other night I think he got in there, and he made a really couple of nice post moves inside where he was very quick, you know, a little spin around uh, – Uh, floaters and little jump shots and hook shots that he had in there and really showed a lot of athleticism a lot of fast twitch stuff on the inside and if he can keep doing that and developing some confidence that gives a big body that really they don't have i mean Luigi's seven foot when he's in there and healthy and uh but he doesn't have that those quick you know moves around the basket ezra you know did that the other night that was very impressive
2: Morgan Aylers will be on the PA mic tonight. East Carolina taking on Campbell 7 o'clock, Minji's Coliseum. We are awaiting to find out, Morgan, where the Pirates will be bowling, and we know it won't be the Fenway Bowl. Uh, That will be Louisville and uh, Cincinnati going at it uh, in Fenway Park. So you can X that one off, and now it looks like we're we're trending more south, starting to see more and more Gasparilla uh, as potential down in Tampa. On the twenty third. Uh, what are you, Morgan Aylers, hearing? Or just tell us where we're going. How about that?
11: Uh, I kinda I think that the Birmingham Bowl, if Tulane happens to lose Saturday, I think the Birmingham Bowl will really try to make a push for Tulane just because of logistics and trying to get a big crowd for that game. Uh, if what
2: if you what if Tulane wins?
11: I think that we'll end up in the Birmingham Bowl with okay. the Asparella Bowl will probably take ucf that's just
2: my gut feeling due to that would make sense due to location i
11: know nothing so
2: right no but you're kind of that's what we're doing we're kind of putting this puzzle together so yeah implications from that game uh you know will have an impact on where the pirates go bowling so interesting take there so uh, do you think well again we don't know anything morgan but do you think we're down to maybe those two can we narrow it down that far
11: uh, I think that, and, and an outside chance. I still think the military bowl might might come into play a little bit. Okay. But again, I don't. You know, I'm just reading everything like you're reading and seeing the different people who who make predictions uh, about where things go. And you know, I know these Carolinas you know, would rather go somewhere else other than the military bowl. But uh, you know, if you're a fan, five hours or driving versus a ten-hour drive or a twelve-hour drive yeah. you know, or flight. Makes it makes a lot of difference too. So we'll have to wait and see till Sunday.
2: Hard to believe, Morgan. First time in a uh, the Pirates will play a bowl game since 2014. I mean, we're going on eight years now, and uh, great that these guys will be able to experience that. Uh, Still bummed out about what happened last year, so uh, they're going to finally get a a crack at a bowl game. And uh, man, it'll just be it's, it's fun to talk about leading up to it. Where are we going? It'll be fun to preview the opponent and. Fun to actually see uh, that purple and gold uh, back on the field in December for the first time in so long.
11: Yeah, these guys, they've worked really hard and uh, happy for the players, happy for the coaches and the fans. And, you know, last year there was so much hype going into the the military bowl. And you and I talked about it on the show that, you know, with uh, Boston College last year, there was a lot of rumors that a lot of their guys weren't going to be playing in the game. They were going to declare for the draft or transfer out. Uh, I think five linemen. Out of uh, the top eight that they had, we're not going to be playing in the bowl. And lo and behold, everybody gets COVID the day before we're supposed to play. And uh, you know, whatever. But uh, this year, uh, it's just going to be exciting to get those guys out on the field. And and it's really it, it pays big dividends too for next season because there are going to be a lot of new faces for East Carolina. And you get a few extra practices in there. You know, two or three weeks of practices going in uh, to the bowl game, and a lot of that is in preparation for next year so yeah. um, you know it's going to be a a good time for the pirates and hopefully the pirate fans will be able to make the trip wherever it is and uh support the team because these guys you know they've worked hard to get there and get get this program righted after as you mentioned 2014 it's been a long time you know a lot of coaches and a lot of players have come through here and they've really tried to get there and these guys have done it 2 years in a row and, uh first time we're going to be playing so i'm excited about that
2: uh morgan we didn't get a chance to talk to holden this week hopefully uh we'll have the players lounge back on monday or one day next week when they return to practice get ready for a bowl game um what were (laughs) what were you thinking during the uh the final pass he threw uh as a pirate in a regular season game the the no 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 yes 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 to jalen johnson well
11: it's funny watching it we were there for the game and When he's scrambling, I remember saying, "Jalen's wide open. Mm
0: -hmm.
11: Jalen's open. Jalen's open." And you know, if you East Carolina put a little video out yesterday with three different camera angles of that play, and he he pretty much sees him open the whole time, and uh, pretty damn good throw if you.
2: dropped it in the bermuda triangle of temple defenders right in the bucket and uh and johnson's able to run it in
11: not bad for somebody with a broken index finger on his throwing hand so
2: the walking wounded uh i mean look this break you mentioned that we're going to see a lot of young guys um you know get practice time and and start to prepare for next year but for the vets like Naylors, the beat up guys, I mean, that's a nice little layoff to hopefully to get back. Probably not a hundred percent, Morgan, at this time, but what seventy five, eighty percent?
11: Probably, yeah. I think they'll be uh, they'll be ready to go for the bowl game. I mean, if you can play as beat up as some of these guys have been the last three or four weeks, and then you give them three or four weeks to heal, uh, I think they're going to be rather excited to get back on the field one final time.
2: Morgan Ayler's joining us. Morgan, uh, what do you think of the coaching moves we've seen so far? Uh, Fickle to Wisconsin. Is that a winner? Matt Rule to Nebraska. Uh, any any thoughts on that? Trent Dilford to UAB. That was outside the box. What do you think about those?
11: Uh, Luke Fickle to Wisconsin. Kind of a surprise, but at the same time, idea, his ideal job would be Ohio State. Yeah. But his former roommate is the head coach of Ohio State, so he's not going anywhere anytime soon. I think that the Wisconsin job traditionally has been a, a winning job. They've got all the facilities there. They've got a great recruiting area, and he's proven that he can recruit with with the best of them. And whether you like him or you don't like him, whether you say he plays dirty or, or he doesn't play dirty, his team's playing hard-nosed football. And, uh, you know, I think that, that style of football will do well at Wisconsin. And, and you know, hey, if he does great, you know, congratulations. If he doesn't, he's going to leave there in three or four years with a big fat paycheck. So, uh, as far as Tom Herman at FAU, yeah, that's a great hire for them. Yeah, uh, Trent Dilfer, eh, that's kind of interesting. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I think the the big hire that, and I think that some USF is going to try to make a splash with their hire. I think that uh,
2: well, the splash with- is prime time.
11: That's the, after you know they got there. Uh, championship game this weekend it wouldn't shock me to see him leave and be be called usf's head coach and you know the next week or so
2: and man we could see some real players on the field the next time ecu takes on south florida because i think he could bring in some dudes pretty quick so
11: i think you can and i think you all of a sudden you would see south florida is to jump real quick yeah and also be primed for uh morgan
2: good stuff man we'll let you rest the pipes and get ready for a night in Minji's coliseum friday night hoops i like it we don't get these a lot so that'll be fun uh, we'll see you out there tonight man
11: sounds good and uh appreciate you guys having me on as always
2: yes sir enjoyed it there is morgan ehlers he'll be on the pa stick tonight ecu and campbell all right shirley uh usually i ask you what we're giving away today it's kind of a mystery to us Jonathan just called it a a mystery prize pack but we got a lot of goodies it's a great giveaway um, alcohol involved so 21 or older so uh let's open up the booty bag right now
8: booty 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 booty
3: everywhere booty 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 booty, booty everywhere
2: what call you want to do Shirley? Caller 12 as Shirley Rhodes enjoys her wings over Greenville. I'm about to go during the break and make me a plate. You can call in right now and be a big winner. Our last winner before the treasure chest opens up on Monday. We'll run down those list of prizes when we return. And hear from Mike Schwartz right after this.
8: along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. And congratulations to Tyler Macemore of Winston-Salem was our big winner. And our mystery prize pack for our Friday. Clip?
2: Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. Rick Smith used to say. Mm -hmm. And today's prize pack is a mystery, but... Tyler's going to be very excited when he receives his gifts. And you will be excited starting on Monday when we open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest. We'll let you know what all is in the treasure chest uh, in a moment. But right now, let's get ready for Pirate Hoops coming up tonight. 7 o'clock, Minji's Coliseum, uh, ECU and Campbell. Mike Schwartz met with the media ahead of tonight's game yesterday. And here's that Q&A.
3: We've talked about this before that a lot of the things that we go through this year is the first time. You know, it'll be the last time that it's the first time, and you know we've going, we're going through the first time right now. A two-game losing streak. We've lost two in a row. Uh, we lost our first game at home, and you know we came back yesterday and, and really tried to scrub out that game versus South Carolina State, and we'll get at it today in practice.
6: Coach, how's the team responded to, uh, after you know a tough loss, obviously the other night, and what? What's been the attitude? What have you said to them? How how do you think they'll respond?
3: You know, I I think we'll respond well. I hope we will. They were great yesterday in film. Uh, I mean, we were very honest. I think we're a very transparent program in terms of we go in there. I told the guys, guys, we're not coming in here just to make everything better and feel good. I said, I can't do that. I said, we got to be honest. We got to look at the film. We got to look at each individual and what we did as a team also and say, well, we have to be better and then face that and and get better. And we started that yesterday and we'll do that more today in practice. Uh, As far as how we will respond. respond i feel like we've responded well before um you know early in the season whether it was not playing so well in the first half responding in the second half you know we lose to indiana state we don't make free throws in that game and we lose a game to a really good ball club and we come back and we win two uh you know back to back last week and now again we're going through this for the first time we've lost two games in a row including a home game and you know now that's the challenge I know you don't want to give away to too much of the game plan, but it seems like the games y'all have had the most success is when y'all have picked up full court or three-quarter court. Do you see kind of transitioning back to that more? You know what? I don't, it's not that we tried to go away from it, but here's what happens sometimes. When you play teams that really play for four-ball handlers and anybody can take the ball out, and obviously if we're not scoring – or we're turning the ball over, or we're not getting to the free throw line the way that we had been. We had been one of the top teams in the nation getting to the free throw line going up into the South Carolina State game. I think in the South South Carolina State game, I don't think we shot a free throw in the second half. And I think we we shot very few for the game. So the point being is, if we don't have an opportunity to get into our full court pressure, and again, I've said this before, it's not a press. It's just full court, man-to-man defense. If we can't get into it, yeah, it poses some issues for us. And when you play teams like Hampton, uh, South Carolina State did, Indiana State did, teams like that, sometimes they have anybody take the ball out and they're just moving it quickly. And when you play a team like that, it is much harder to get set up in a full-court defense, even on a made basket. So the the plan is never not, be, not to be in a full-court defense. It's just a matter of can we execute it or not.
6: Anything special about playing Friday night, kind of unique. I don't remember a lot of ECU basketball games on Friday night here in Greenville.
3: Well, It's definitely my first Friday night game in Greenville. Uh, I don't know, you know. I, I've been a part of Friday night basketball before, different times of year, particularly in the in the in the preseason and, you know, um, in terms of non-conference games. So, you know, I'm excited about it. It's exciting that uh, we get a chance to get back on the court. I, I've said this before, Troy. You and I have talked. Uh, Love to have another day of practice. I think you always want this time of year, especially coming off of that long road trip to Florida, where I felt like the lack of repetition, lack of practice for a younger team going into Old Dominion and then having really one day of prep for South Carolina State. You know, coaches would rather have another day of practice always, but the schedule is what it is and excited about Friday night and being at home.
6: Not unusual for coaches to lose their voice a little early in the season, perhaps. Uh, you doing anything to try and heal up with
3: that? A, a big bottle of honey upstairs. I'm just guzzling on you. <laughs> How
9: does final exam week affect the players and their preparation?
3: Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, you know, sometimes we lose sight uh, as we, we just look at that two-hour block of that game, and that's obviously what you know what, what what we're all evaluated on in terms of the wins and losses and the results there. But the guys got a lot going, whether it be practice, whether it be taking care of their bodies, whether it be academics. Most importantly, and getting ready for finals. So, you know, this stretch of four games in six days, through the Old Dominion game, then a couple days play South Carolina State a couple days, play Campbell, and then we go back on the road right prior to finals for next week. Yeah, it's definitely a challenging challenging stretch. As far as their preparation, it doesn't change what we do, but I think as coaches and, and as educators we have to be cognizant of what they're going through on and off the court. What have you seen from Campbell so far? I know they're 4-3. and three. They've played some smaller teams, but they've also played some bigger teams as well. Yeah, no, no. They've had some really great wins. I mean, uh, they've had some great wins. They had you know, a huge win the other night versus Stetson, who's a really good basketball team. Uh, you know, they played NC State really to a possession game on the road and – very realistically could have won that game and and probably in their minds they would say they should have won that game. So point being this is a really good ball club. Uh, Coach McKeegan has done an incredible job with their program. They're shooting 38% from three. Uh, You know, uh, Clemens is a dynamic guard. They have two very skilled post players. They run a very unique offensive system that I know is very well known, but they are extremely efficient scoring. You know, in the half court, they will push the ball in transition much more than people think. So, this is a really, really good ball club that's won games and lost some close games. And, you know, we'll be really tested tomorrow night.
2: All right, there he is Mike Schwartz, ECU, Campbell. Tonight, 7 o'clock, Mengee's Coliseums, 213, will be rocking and rolling. Hopefully, a good crowd to see some pirate hoops tonight let's take a break we'll come back when we return mark Greenhelge golf shop radio show will join us Greeny is a clemson grad and a yankee from up north that roots for the patriots so this football teams are struggling right now we'll talk about that and what's going on in the golf world when we return on pirate radio live after this
8: On Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top of the line fuel stations serving Shell gas, including 93 ethanol free high octane gas. Country Mart filling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
2: Thank you, Shirley. Chandler Honeycutt here on a Friday. We will quickly head out to the Pitt Electric Live line and talk to Mark Greenhelch, host golf shop radio show coming your way Saturday 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio and we will talk to Greeny now Greeny how you doing today I'm doing great clip how you doing Hey doing good and uh Greeny I don't I'm not going to pity you here or feel sorry for you being a fan of the New England Patriots and a Clemson Tigers alum uh, has given you a lot to cheer about in football for the last well, two decades in the Patriots' case, and certainly the last decade for Clemson. But I will say, for the first time in a while, Greeny, your uh, your football team's not doing so well, huh?
9: Yeah, they're uh, they're both struggling offensively. It seems like defensively, they're they're both fine. I mean, uh, Buffalo does seem to give the Patriots a little bit of trouble, but I thought the defense played a lot better than they had been playing against them in the last couple of uh, events. Just offensively. New England can't seem to uh, get it going. The passing game's not there. We're not quite sure about the play calling. And on the flip side of that, on Clemson, like we always say, we don't know which DJ's going to show up. And when the, when the one that uh, shows up that isn't great, um, we, we struggle. Uh, you know, I mean, it's encouraging the fact that with all the mistakes that Clemson made, you know, we're getting the ball back. left down by one to South Carolina. We fumble the ball away on the on the punt return, so uh, a couple of bad mistakes, but it just proves that if we don't make mistakes, we win most of the ball games that we're in.
2: Greeny, I, I've talked you know rivalries with a lot of people, and, and I think about uh, Brian Blick from the Greenville area, played at Navy, uh, now the director of football ops at Navy, and and they really can you know go zero and eleven, and if they beat Army, it makes their year. I mean that game is that important to them. Uh, how about like Clemson, South Carolina? You know, you, you still got a chance to win a ACC championship. You've obviously won a national championship within recent years, but losing that one uh, on rivalry weekend—like, how big is that for for Clemson folks? Is it? I guess it's bigger right now at this particular time for South Carolina people. I would imagine. I mean, that's huge for them.
9: Yeah, and I'm a and I'm a proponent of you know rivalries. I like to I like both teams to be good. So when when one is not good, like you know. I mean, how many times did Ohio State beat down Michigan? Yeah. Michigan's kind of flip the flip the script on them a little bit. I mean, you know, South Carolina had won like four in a row. Then Clemson had won six in a row. and Now South Carolina finally won one. Yeah, I like to see competition in those games because I think they're boring otherwise. Because you know, you you get that game no matter what every year. So I want to see a good one. I want to see a, a big matchup. I don't. I don't. I mean, I like it when we blow them out, but I'd rather blow them out as them being a good team as, as opposed to being a bad team. So um, I, I like. I like to get rivalries going, but I also think that, you know, now that we're expanding the college football playoff to 12, um, it's it's less maybe in these rivalry weekends. And do we look at maybe putting in these rivalries earlier in the season so that if one of them does lose, they have the chance to kind of work their way back and make sure that they get in the football playoffs. So, We'll see how these conferences decide to schedule going forward.
2: Greeny, uh, Clemson has been in the Final Four many times. Uh, The expansion to 12 will happen a couple of seasons from now. Uh, What do you think about that from your perspective, first as a Tigers fan, but but as a college football fan as a whole? What do you think about the move to 12?
3: Uh,
9: I'm not really sold on it because when you look at it, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I I think – I think TCU is, might be the best team right now. I mean, they've got uh, the best balance between offense and defense. I think Georgia's got the best defense. Michigan's probably got the best running game. Um, so it's going to be interesting. And Southern Cal is kind of the wild card in this whole thing if they win tonight. But, you know, unless the landscape in college football changes a little bit, we always seem to be very top-heavy in those teams. So is it just the fact that, we're, that we've got some extra games and it could be fun to watch, you know, some top – 12 teams play each other a little more often at the end of the season. I think that's the only benefit we really get out of it. The only drawback could be the fact that, you know, let's just say number one Georgia in their second round game, um, you know, gets a a serious injury or something along those lines and, you know, loses a quarterback Uh, and that's, you know, the big part of their offense. And the next thing you know, what everybody would consider the, the best team in the country Loses a quarterback and they lose that game and they don't even make it to the final four. So it, it, I don't know. It, it's going to get weird for me at that point.
2: Grinny, are uh, you going to go to the championship game there in Charlotte on Saturday?
9: I don't think I could put up with another game watching DJ. At the <laughs> Miami game. Uh, I was at the Miami game a few weeks ago where the Clemson won. But yeah. I mean, we honestly should have won that game about seventy to three. Just watching him not throw the football sometimes gets a little worrisome to me. And and then. For some reason, we have fumbleitis too. We keep dropping the ball in all situations. So it's just kind of hard to watch right now.
2: It is an interesting matchup, Carolina's offense and Clemson's defense and the Tigers, who struggle offensively. If anybody uh, – if you can face any team to move the ball against, it's North Carolina, so maybe uh, the Tigers will put up some points on Saturday. Mark Greenhild's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us. Greeny, uh, what are you keeping an eye on uh, right now in the golf world? Well, we
9: thought we were going to get Tiger Woods this week, but a uh, little plantar fasciitis, uh, kind of derailed his uh, hero challenge return. So we have a, a great field of 20 guys. So when you talk about a, a you know a field, there are, of the 20 guys, the highest ranked player in the field is number 31. So um, you have basically a bunch of top 30 players in the world all playing, and that's kind of what you're going to start seeing a little bit more in the PGA Tour next year with uh, with some of these elite events that they're going to have so this is kind of a precursor to that we got scotty scheffler who we we saw come out of the gate really good last year and win a bunch of stuff finally and then kind of plateaued and maybe went downhill but now he's back at the top of the leaderboard having a really good day so we're watching that as we go on and of course this is kind of the last event where points are going to go so somebody like harold Varner the third he's currently 45th in the world clip so if the major championship's keep things status quo in terms of the top 50 getting into the major championships, Harold should get in all four of them, but we'll see if the criteria changes going forward.
2: That's interesting. was having that discussion uh, with uh, a guy who follows golf, Molly, who joins us on the show and about how the, these points work. And I guess, Greeny, so if, if guys are on the live tour, they can play in other tours where you can get points, uh, tours across sea, uh, the seas. Is that right?
9: Well, yeah, so if you remember that the, the, the Liv tried a couple different things to get points. They tried to uh, coordinate with this Mina Tour, right? Well, when you look at the Mina Tour this week, their um, their strength of field or their field rating is 2.39, whereas the Hero World Challenge is 129. <laughs> so this is going to be the problem for Liv going forward, even if they do start getting points if it's next year or the year after, is that you know the guy's playing in the Hero, the winner's going to get around 30 points. Um guys might get maybe 10 or less yeah. points so if, if everybody else is getting three times the amount of points that you're getting you're going to have to win just to kind of maybe maintain your spot like i've talked about before and if you're not winning if you're a uh, ian Poulter or lee westwood who's finished you know 25th or 30th or phil mickelson for that matter you're just going to continue to fall in those standings so uh those guys are going to have to you know make hay like they're going to have to win like cam smith did last week in australia to try and maintain
2: Mark Elge Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us on the Pitt Electric Live line. He and uh, his crew will be hosting the Golf Shop Radio Show Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. on Pirate Radio. Greeny, what you got planned for this Saturday show?
9: Well, we got uh, Bill Bender, and then we're going to talk to uh, Don Munson, who is the voice of the Clemson Tigers, so we'll get his feel for that. We're going to take a little trip down to Sea Island, Georgia, see what they have going on down there check in on the, the sea island mafia all the pga tour players that play out of sea island georgia and we're going to talk a little golf gambling with keith stewart because golf gambling's kind of last year i think kind of moved to the forefront a little bit with all the different things and all the different opportunities so yeah we'll talk a little bit more about that on saturday
2: good stuff mark greenheld's golf shop radio show joining us check him out saturday morning 8 to 10 a.m here on pirate radio greenie have a great show saturday a good weekend and uh, we'll talk to you again next week all right thanks clip you too there he is mark greenheld joining us golf shop radio show coming your way on saturday i'm finishing up my wings over greenville they deliver man give them a call that was fantastic and we're finishing up the show when we return on pirate radio live here on a friday back with you after this
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join Join the over 60,000 followers today. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip.
2: All right, folks, get excited. The Treasure Chest opens up on Monday. Let's run down the prizes before we get out of here. You could win a $150 gift card from Ballstick Sug.
8: 12 pieces from Papa John's One
2: free year VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors.
8: $100 gift card from Familia.
2: $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medi Spa.
8: $100 gift card from Chico's
2: $100 gift card from Wings over Greenville.
8: $100 gift card from Tiebreakers.
2: $100 straight cash, homie and a t-shirt from Sparky Snowballs.
8: Bud Light Fire Pit Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing
2: Natural Light can Jam Set Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing
8: Bud Light Carolina Panthers Corn whole boards from carolina eagle distributing
2: tailgate party for 10 and a gift basket from parker's barbecue uh
8: pirate fan gift basket from ube
2: hundred dollar gift card to coco's
8: sports bar one 25 gift card to uh, each to christie's euro pub the dap house the sidebar and the jarvis street bottle shop 100 gift card
2: to jersey mike's and oh and also
7: thanks to brandon manning of foreign bureau he's got the golf on him he's got two boxes of Titleist pro v1 golf balls and a 50 dollars gift card to go play some golf at aiden country club
2: good work ladies and gents we will see you monday three o'clock for an all-new edition of pirate radio live and we'll open up the treasure chest we'll see you at mingy's tonight if you're tuning to our
1: live edition. And we'll uh, talk to you Monday at 3. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of The Voice of the Pirate Nation.